two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is my brother. What's going on, Sarge? Bro, it's this has got to be one of the biggest dumpster fire weeks I've seen in gaming in a long time. And and by the way, I, I was looking, I was looking really hard for like anyone to talk about like a good game or what they're playing. Like I got a couple guys who are playing like Hell Let Loose and some other stuff, but all it is is the dumpster fire. That's I, all it is. I think Hell Let Loose is coming to console. Don't don't tease me. Hell, don't tease me. Hold, hold on. Hell Let Loose console. I think it's coming out for console. Yeah, they had an announcement trailer one month ago for PlayStation Five. I don't know if it's coming to Xbox, but it's it's um, I don't I don't know when it's coming out. But uh, it says Hell at Loose will come to, coming to console in 2021. That was back in March. <clears throat> so, how's it going, chat? How's it going, uh, internet out there? Welcome to uh, 30 and Stills Gaming's channel. That's me, 30 and Still Gaming. Welcome to my channel. Uh, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast. That goes over a few of the top stories. On today's episode, we have lots and lots of different things that we're going over. Um, I don't know if, if you heard Sarge's... Uh, a little company, it's a small company, it's in a lawsuit, just a small little one, uh, called uh, Activision Blizzard, just a small little company, we'll talk about that a little bit, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about lots of lawsuits, we're gonna, lots of lawsuits, Scarlett, uh, Scarlett Johansson, she's like, you know what, I wanna sue, she's suing Disney, right, for, for breach of contract, we'll, we'll, we'll talk awesome. about that, <clears throat> we have multiple lawsuits coming from the Rosen Law Firm, um, because of harassment charges from Activision Blizzard, so there's that, as well we have uh, a couple games and leakers talking about uh, a couple games that might be going free to play we'll talk about that we're gonna talk about new world a little bit uh asthma gold has uh said that he doesn't think that new world's ready to come out and he gives the reasons why and i'm gonna give you my my two cents on it as well um because i'm as big as asthma gold i mean I, I feel like him speaking about something and me speaking about something it's about the same i think we should we should well, um, your 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 opinion weighs the same. Yeah. Um, sure. Then you remember this guy that I talked about? I showed his deep fake videos. I want to say about seven months ago, maybe eight months ago. I said if Disney really wanted to do something, they they should hire this guy to make the face. And I we showed that Luke Skywalker. Well, mm -hmm. uh, they hired him. They hired the guy. They hired him back in March. Good. So Good. so we'll, we'll I'm see glad what happens to see there. Talented people are getting picked up. The internet is a wonderful thing as long as it's not Twitter or Facebook. Right. Um, EA wants to make all the money. So they have they have their plan in the next five years. We'll talk about that. Um, lots more Activision stuff. Um, we're gonna talk about Masters of the Universe, but not what you think. There's, we'll talk about Master of Universe now. when we get there. We'll talk to you. You can invest in cartridges now, Sarge. I don't know if you have a lot of money saved away, but you, I have a great, a great idea for you to invest in, Sarge. And we'll talk about that uh, later on. Um, there's a game that's so popular 
they had to shut it down because they weren't ready for it. So we'll talk about that as well. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about that MMO, right? No, no, it's not an MMO. It's a uh, yeah. it's a first person shooter game. Yeah. Oh, there there's there there is the story though about Final Fantasy fourteen having problems because they can't they can't get they're they're having restrictions on when you can log in because they can't get servers because there's so many people coming right. over to Final Fantasy too, too fourteen. Many people. Yeah. They can't log on. Yeah. What yeah. a problem to have. Right. Just, and by the time they fix it, they'll move on, right? Well, listen, if I if I want to play Final Fantasy 14 and I'm in for two weeks, I can't get on because you uh, guys can't get servers because you guys can't yeah. give chips. Yeah, I'm done. I get it. Yeah. Then I move on I, to the I, next I, thing. I move on, right? Yeah. Um, Superman, uh, we talked about it last week. There's game footage I wanted to show you this week about Superman. Uh, one of the devel developers that was working on it shows a screenshot and some footage of it. Um, and yeah. And that's 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 it. We're going to talk also about Marvel Avengers. I'm going to talk to you about my experience. Also about Microsoft Flight Sim. It just came out for for um, for Xbox. And uh, let's start off with that, right? So looks damn good. It it's gorgeous, right? And it's I, it's the first it's the first actual game for the Xbox X made for the hardware that shows what the hardware yeah, can do. Yeah, no, it's it's gorgeous. Now, don't get me wrong. If you start looking at it and get close to the buildings or close to the thing, it, it, it starts to, because it's the technology they're using. But to think about what they're doing with it, they're literally making Earth a one to one scale of Earth. I was playing the other night and we were doing this, this leg, right? This one piece of the leg of the flight. And uh, Aku was in chat and he's like, he's like, yeah, it's going to take, take you seven hours to do this. I'm like, what? Yeah, seven hours because I'm doing one of 16 legs, okay? And you have to stop at every airport and check in and then fill up your plane and go to the next stop. And and I'm like, seven hours, right? And I'm thinking... There, there, there's no scaling. It's actual time. It's, it's actual flight time of flying I, I across... I know people like that. Yeah, I like I, it. I don't. I don't. I don't need that. I like it. It's very. It's very comforting. Um, At the same time, I like landing. I like doing those small little routes, and and I like exploring and looking at things I've never been before. We we flew around Mount Everest the other day, and I was like, this is. I'll never in my lifetime be able to go there, and to fly a plane there in the mountains and go. I'm like, this is amazing. It's it's gorgeous, man. It's absolute gorgeous. On on Microsoft hardware. Now, I do have to say. That it does push the system to its limits. Okay. Like, I'm sure I'm sure so it does. My son's been playing it on the Xbox Series S and it crashes quite often. Okay. When I say often, I would say like once an hour. Okay. So on your leg trip there, you're you're gonna be um but uh I was thinking of the technology though, Sarge, when I was flying around and I'm like, can you imagine an MMO using the 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 design factor of the world that microsoft is doing with with flight simulator can you just imagine that's step, that's that's step one that's that is the next realm of what we talked about of player ready one right Re Re ready player one yeah ready player one right i what did i say i said ready player player one. I, said, ready. I said player ready right are you player play, player ready play, player ready one <laughs> well copyright pending right so uh, Ready Player One. That that's that's the next step where you're looking at this type of stuff and you're it's the world. And I was just thinking about. I was like, we're in Mount Everest. I was like, imagine people playing like a medieval game right now and they're just in this region playing. But then someone else is in like Manhattan and they're playing like Grand Theft Auto. It's like one giant server, one giant world, and you just fly from. That's 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 step one. That that to me would be absolutely insane. And you know, 
that it would never work because it would crash. And let's just hope like Crystal Dynamics doesn't get a hold of it because that game won't ever run. Or or Bethesda because that won't run. Or or uh, CD Projekt Red that won't run. So we need a company that can make a game like that with that that big that can make uh, something big out there. But I, I have to say, being an Xbox player and playing that shit on your Xbox. If you have an Xbox Series X and you're a you're a sim, I know this is a niche niche community. You don't have a computer that can run it, and you want to do a flight sim. If you can get your hands on an Xbox Series X or S, right for three hundred or five hundred dollars, you can go on this for free, okay? And just well, Game Pass or one dollar, okay, for your month or whatever it is. It's excellent. It's excellent. It's got about 20, 24 planes or something like that that you can pick from. It's got hundreds oh, more of planes, more planes down the way. Oh yeah. There, there's microtransactions. The yeah. There's microtransactions and stuff. And they also have the top gun, uh, DLC coming out later, uh, later this year. But my God, like it's, it's absolutely insane. I, and, and when someone says, why do you like the game? I'm just like, it's just cool. Like you could get your license, like your flight time in this game, right? Like your actual, like you're not playing just the game. Like obviously you have to get real time behind your, your, your as well, but you can get flight time in this game to go towards your your actual license and and, and whatnot and it's crazy it's crazy um so if check it out if you don't have uh well if you have an xbox series x if you have a series s it's it's pushing it it's pushing it but it, you can still play it but uh the xbox series x is meant for this it's it's lots of it's fun. just it's it's done it's done in a way where the advertisement should be the the way they should be talking about it is this is what the Xbox Series X can do. Yeah. It's a console flight sim. Look at it. This no. is this is this is what the hardware can this is what the hardware can do. It's it's not bad, man. I have played a lot of flight sims in my life. A no, lot. Not like this, Sarge. No, I know. Not like a lot. this. Yeah. But I, I like I I get I the get weather. the weather. The weather is factor real. of it. I I I believe you. Like you do real weather, real time, real air traffic real air traffic like you can sit on a runway for 20 minutes if you put the real air traffic on because you have to wait in line because there's planes in front of you that are taking off and you also have to be able to talk correctly in order to get your plane out the yeah. air you no, can't I, say hey i want to yeah. take off what people saw me play if you if yeah. you ever if you ever wanted to see something funny you need to watch that uh, oh yeah the youtube guy, channel yeah, the guy who does the, the guy who does traffic the air traffic controller, controller. Yeah, that's great he's priceless yeah. if you guys have never seen that before i'm trying to remember I'll, if I, i'll get the site by the end of the show yeah. i'll look it up but it's priceless. Yeah. But that to me is, is, is when people see me playing it, I'm not playing it at right at all. Like just landing and taking off. No, you're, you're, you're flying a plane like a go-kart. I'm playing like arcade style, right? Like, yes. Like if you, if, if you sit there, I have to go through the checklist, manually push the buttons on the thing, take off, put the, it's put the radio broadcast. It's right, procedural. Right. Like if you want to do it the real way, the one one gripe I do have with the game, and I really wish they did this because I played American Truck Simulator. I was talking about this on stream yesterday. I wish they had a mode, like a career mode, inside of this where I can start off owning nothing. I, I rent a plane and take passengers or cargo or whatever from point A to point B. You earn money, and then you take that money and you buy the planes that you want inside the game. Okay, and you have your own like airport, like not airport, but air airline company, right? I, I really feel like this game is missing it. And I, I get 100% that people are like, well, that's not part of the game. Well, I think it should. I think a lot more people would play the game if there was a game within the game, right? Like it's a flight sim and I get that. But I feel like if you if you could 
own the planes. And when you saw someone flying a jumbo jet, like a 747, and it was decked out with their own logo or whatever, you know, generic, because obviously you don't want like a big right, right. Like you don't want a big penis across the the thing as your, you know, Dick Airlines or something like that. I I just think they should open it up to the career mode type stuff or someone make a mod. Yeah. Someone make someone make someone make a mod for it because there won't need to be a they mod. Need it's a, a career. Simu- it's a simulator. They don't. It's a simulator first. That's what it is. Later on down the road, I'm sure if they feel that that's an actual thing they could do, once the simulator is rock solid and they, they know what they're doing with it, they can make a DLC where run your own yeah, airline whatever. company or like I, your own private jet company or they, they, your they, tourists. They, little, you, you start off with like a little biplane for yes. tourists around, yeah. the, around the islands. Like, I get it. Take quests like, or missions and yeah, take these people over but here. But it's a simulator first. It's a simulator oh, first. Oh, no, I get that. But there's little game modes, and I feel like they should put a career mode inside the the menu system, right? <clears throat> right. That's what I'm saying, Sean. Like, I just feel like they have tours. They have open world. They have uh, flight training. They have all these different little game modes in here. I feel like a career could be part of the uh, a game mode. I'm sure I'm not the first person to suggest that because I think there's a huge following with American Truck Simulator, Euro Truck and American Truck Simulator, and that's what people like. They like that they're taking time and building up their business and taking their truck. And you see people deck out their trucks, man. Their trucks are just decked out in their trailers, and they own refrigerator trucks and flatbeds, and they own multiple locations around the country. It's cool, and I feel like this needs to be like, oh, you need to charter a flight? Yeah, well, I'll take it. You can maybe bid for your flights, you know what I mean, to get... I don't know. They could do so much more with this game, but it's very impressive. It's very impressive, and it's... If this is the ground floor of of Microsoft Flight Sim, I would love to see within two, three years what they add to this and what they do to this, because it's, it's unreal. It's unreal. Well, this is definitely step one. Considering what I've seen, what the hardware can do... For just the console, I can imagine somebody at home with a full decked out PC rig for this game. It's just, it's just incredible. Oh, and then put VR on top of that, man. Right, that'd be it'd be right. crazy. It'd be crazy, crazy. Um, real quick, short story here. Uh, let's talk about leaker alleges that PUBG is going free to play. Now, the main PUBG game might go free to play, according to a renowned leaker, uh, spotted on the game radar. A renowned leaker. Um, He's a bedwetter. He's a, he's a leaker. Uh, it was claimed that the battle battle royale PUBG may go free to play based on a player feedback. PUBG wants to go free to play. Player IGN opened. It's going to track players' responses to the free to play week that's happening next month. Keep in mind that PUBG originally wanted to go free to play back in 2019, but it but it didn't because it made a lot of money and get player responses if you wanted. You know what I mean? That's a, I I added that part. Uh, alleged free-to-play week that's happening next month hasn't been confirmed or announced yet by the developer, but in case it, was, it has been revealed, it would be uh, a credence to the, that these claims are more uh, solid. Nonetheless, PUBG has attempted to free-to-play avenues in the past, such as with recently shut... Uh, shut down light versions, which are significantly easier to run, less demanding versions of the base PUBG game. Beyond that, the mobile version available on Android and iOS that does not cost any money to download. So, do you see that coming as free to play? I do. I I think this is that's the way. Right? I, I thought it was already free to play. It's not free to play already. It wasn't free to play. No, no. It costs. It cost. Uh, I believe. I believe it's like thirty bucks. Yeah, Krebsy said it. Yeah, thirty bucks. It's like thirty. I think it's thirty bucks. 20 bucks, 30 bucks to buy the game, $30. Mm. 
Has there, has there been any DLC since the game came out? Yeah, they added a couple of maps and stuff. Not DLC, it just added it. Added it maps. Into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It added a couple of game modes or, or, or well, whatnot. Do you, do you really believe at a $30 price point, think of it this way, do you really believe at a $30 price point, if you really like the game, $30 is still too much for you? You think that if they're making it free to play, their population levels are going to go up? Well, this is this is the thing I've always looked at, right? If if I'm interested in the game, if you asked me a couple of years ago, no, $30 is not a lot. But if you ask me now, because I have Game Pass or I have some sort of service that I'm paying for, I don't want to pay $30 for a game because there's probably a game I could play for free uh, or I can play Fortnite for free or I can play War, uh, Call of Duty. You know what I mean? There's, there's something out there. I can play Halo when it comes out multiplayer for free. You know what I mean? Like there's there's games that are multiplayer that are for free. So this is why I think PUBG will go free, right? I think they will go free to compete with the PVP landscape is so competitive, so competitive, right? There's You're, so many. There's so many. Games. So many. So many games. So many PVPs, right? Just just off the top of my head, there's Valorant. No, but 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 to be but to be to be honest about it though, each of the games that we're talking about all have their specific demographic that, that likes their game. Like, the numbers don't change much. If I look on Twitch and I look up these games, the, the numbers remain the same. Like, the numbers around the who watches those games remain about the same. They go up and down, maybe plus or minus 20,000 or so, but otherwise, it's in the same ballpark. Look, all it takes for these, for these games, all it takes is one or two streamers, and I'm being dead serious with this, or content creators to shift a game, right? Let's just say there's... I don't know. I'm just going to say Shroud. Let's say Shroud is playing PUBG right now. Everyone's going to be watching PUBG and more people would try PUBG, right? If Shroud decides to go to, uh, you know, to uh, Apex the next week, people are going to shift over to Apex and people that didn't like PUBG might now plant their flag in Apex because this one guy is playing it. They're like, oh man, this looks really fun because he makes it look good, right? Well, now times that by thousands of people streaming it. I don't care if it's a person that's got 10 followers or if it's a person that's got 10 million followers. When someone sees someone else playing it, they're like, oh, I, I, I could play that, right? Well, there's Apex and Valorant and War and and and, and, and COD and, and Battle Royales galore and then Halo's coming out and Battlefield's coming See, out. Let's go. Hey, there's all of, these, all of these PVPs that are coming out or, or that are out hell the next story i'm going to talk about that connects to this one is there's a pvp game that is like portal meets halo okay let me find the uh the, the, the name of this thing it is it's called Splitgate. okay so i do believe PUBG is going to go free because it has to compete right it has to compete and it rather make the two dollars five dollars six dollars off of whoever's coming in for free to go, hey, you know what? I've had a, I've had a good time with this. I'll give him six bucks. I'll give him that. Where that person wouldn't even pay the thirty dollars normally to get in there, okay? So now they might spend more than thirty dollars on PUBG if they add the microtransactions or, or or whatnot there. All right. So there's another game called Splitgate. Splitgate crossplay beta is so popular the developers had to take it offline. Okay. This game has been out. Okay. It's a free to play game. Portal meets Halo. First person shooter. Splitgate. It's been, a, it's been around on PC for a couple years now, during the, which the time struggled to maintain a player base, according to Steam charts. In a reasonable strong launch on May of 2019, quickly tailed off on an average monthly concurrent player count of just over 100. Now, things started to pick up a bit in late 2020, uh, but over the past week, the player count has exploded to the point that it can be very difficult to matchmake into a game. 
In the reason for the upcoming uh, console launch set to for July 27th, and more specifically the open beta that is going uh, on right now, the beta launched in July 13th with a full crossplay between PC and Xbox and PlayStation, and it was a runaway success. The point of that developers 1047 games first extended the beta, and then yesterday took it offline completely because the servers were under crunch of demand. Okay, they hit a peak, uh, a peak counter of 65,536 uh, players. Uh, in one night. So they, they're not even optimized, right? There's no optimization right yet. Uh, they're working on a queue system uh, to let 65,000 people in, in until we remove this limitation, right? So they're, they're, they're at their max. So this is even more of a, more of a reason of uh, talking about like PUBG going free, right? This game has been out for two years on PC, right? They, they had a hundred people, a hundred people playing their game. And now they have 65,000 people, but this is like, I'm telling you, it's like the wind can change in a second. They had 100 people for months concurrently playing this game. And all of a sudden, now it's coming to console. And you got 65,000 people queuing up for this. And they can't they can't even get the servers, right? So they, they've, they've expanded nothing. And they've had too many people fluctuation. And now it's basically killing the game, right? They had to shut the game down to survive because they expanded too quickly. Okay? Which is not even expanding, just people interested in it right they were like small dribble i think i think outriders would have loved this this attention back in the day when it when it was coming out right but they gave that opening opening beta and some people played it and were like yeah right this i think people look at it and they're like they want halo really bad right and this is the, this is the this is leading up to halo and they're like well if it's portal meets halo I think people are like, well, next man up, and they're like, I'll play this until the until Halo comes out or until right. Do, do you know what I mean? So I feel I feel yep. bad for this company because they couldn't expand to get the servers up, and now they're spending the money to get the servers up so they can get the people in the game. But by the time they're done with this, I don't Halo think be out. I don't think they'll be even playing this game again because again, Halo will be out. Halo will be out. Right, Battlefield will be out. All these other games will will have their time to shine. But this is but this is why this is why it's so difficult when you make video games today is very important. I know I'm a broken record, but make a game and sell a game. You cannot be trying to chase the dragon, right? Like PUBG came out, these other games came out for Battle Royale, and they just hit a nerve for certain gamers and it did well. Then all of a sudden the industry decided that they had to hurry up and play catch up and everybody and their mother had to make a BR. Why? Right. Right? Go and make the games you know how to make. If BR is still around after after 18 months, then then work on it. You don't have to chase the dragon every time something comes out. You have to make a quality game regardless of what genre you pick. Perfect. Not just to pump one out. Right. Perfect example. Chivalry 2, right? I like that game. The medieval battle, you know, yeah, but battle the, but game. The first, the first one was connection issues were horrible. No, no, but this one's actually really good. Horrible. But my point is, it's really good, and yet I haven't touched it. I haven't touched it because it's the hook. The hook is not in you. No. The same. Yeah. It's a fun game. It's multiplayer. You want to play with your friends, but at the same time, how many multiplayer games you can play right. with your There's, friends are there? Right. There's just so many games. There's so many games that are out that one. I just don't have time. Okay. Like I look at the landscape right now. I'm really actually kind of depressed Sarge in, in, in video games right now. Okay. I'm playing Marvel Future Revolution, a mobile game on my PC, okay? I'm enjoying that game more right now than I'm enjoying half of the other games that I that are in my lineup. My backlog, I have 
tons of games to play, okay? But yet I'm playing Marvel Future Revolution. Why? Because it, it's, uh, it's, I can tell you, it's... I can tell you why. Go ahead. Well, you you were in the post-Marvel MCU phase. You still love superheroes. When Avengers came out, that was going to keep... That was going to be the thing to keep you into the superhero world. The game didn't hook you enough. They toyed with you too long. And you got jilted by, C yeah. by, by Avengers. And so when this game came out... This was the saving grace of right. the game you really wanted. And so now you play this game instead of Avengers. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Your head, whatever your headspace was at the time, like for instance, I love post-apocalyptic. I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know what to tell I, you. I, for I some play, reason. I play Rage. I play Rage 2. I play Wasteland. I play Fallout. Like I love post-apocalyptic. I like to see what, what each different game company does why it's post-apocalyptic like why why the apocalypse happened in their world yeah right yeah but i like that because the underwriting of it is survival you don't have to call it a survival game if i say it's a post-apocalyptic game on some level you're thinking to yourself oh man it's a survival game right because you're not just you're not daddy warbucks walking around in a post-apocalyptic like you're not jeff bezos in post-apocalyptic world right like that's not that's, there's no risk there's no fun in the game so you're a piece of crap on the ground and everyone's trying to kill you. And now we're going to put you in, the, in this giant post-apocalyptic world and everyone's trying to kill you and you have to survive. I like that kind of thing. I like it. So I keep playing different versions of it because it's the hook in my head that I like. Because for some strange reason, and I don't know what it is, I'm probably going to go to the doctor for this, is I want to make things better. Like my personality type is fixer. Like, I like to fix things. Like, I, I don't want to see people miserable. I don't want to see you, like, in a in bad status, bad status mentally or financially. Like, I want to help people, right? So when I play these games, the whole time I'm playing, I'm like, all right, how do I help these people? I want to fix everything that's broken. I want to fix it all. I hoard shit. I build shit. That's just the way I am. It keeps my brain busy because my brain goes a thousand miles an hour. So I need that kind of complexity to calm the voices in that's, my head. That's That's my right? problem. But, That's what I do. See, but you're fixing you're fixing NPCs in a game, and I'm trying to fix fucking games for game developers that are just broke when they come out, right? But bro, there's nothing wrong with their game. That's what they keep trying to tell you. <clears throat> All right, they well, can't they can't repeat it, so there's nothing well, wrong. I, I, what, I am, what, what you are experiencing is an individual experience that happened on your software yeah, or your hardware yeah. alone, and the developers can't fix it because they can't duplicate it. Like I, the the I want to talk about. The OLT came out, which is the o Omega level threat came out on Tuesday. Okay. And I wanted to go in and I wanted to go in and I wanted to play and give it a fair shot. Now, Mo in chat, big, big Mo, all right, played with me. Okay. And we, he, he downloaded it again. He, he erased it from his hard drive, brought it back because he was waiting for which cloning one? labs. Big Mad Mo. Oh, you're the Avengers. Yeah. Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Right. He, 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 uh, Updated it again, brought it in, and we, we went in. Now, my Hulk has 15, 1,500, um, 1500 defense, which then converts into, like, almost 18,000 actual health, whatever, to, to hold people off, right? I'm doing massive damage. He's a, he's a tank. He's got two Jarvis barriers on him. I'm, I'm not expecting to, like, two-tap anybody, okay? I'm just—I know what my no. build is, right? And I'm not a shit player. Okay, I can I can hold my own against the, the hardest content that's in the game and the new content came out and I don't know if Mo agrees with me or not, but I thought when we did fight the guys minus the health glitches that we were getting, which I'll go into, 
I thought it was a nice it was a nice struggle. Like we were it was it was hard, okay? But when you weren't getting health glitched, okay? But we could barely tell cuz on my side I was getting health glitched so much, okay, that it it was almost unplayable. Okay? Now, Crystal Dynamics and the other streamers and other people that are lovers of the game they, they think I'm lying about this or they, they think I'm making it up, okay? I've watched multiple streamers just watch them play the game. It happens all the time to them, and they don't even notice, okay? They don't even notice. They go down, and there's like, oh, what hit me? Like, they don't pay attention to their health glitch. They don't even know that the health glitch is happening on them, okay? But it happens all the time, okay? I thought it was crazy. I thought it was crazy because I play on, on Xbox. And I was like, maybe it's just happening on Xbox. So I watch people that play on PC and I watch people that play on PlayStation and it happens all the time. And yet nobody references it. They're like, I, I, I've never had that happen to me before. I've never had that happen to me before. And they're, and they're saying that it's a UI glitch. And I'm like, okay, well, I agree with you. It's a UI glitch because you pause it, you go into the de directory, you swap out a piece of gear and then it fixes the UI glitch. Okay, but if you don't have time to pause, especially in the OLTs, because you're being bombarded, okay, left and right by heat-seeking missiles, okay, which wouldn't be bad with my build if I didn't have a health glitch, okay, because I'm getting hit, knocked down from the stupidest things, okay, and my guy is not a shit, it's, he's got a good build, okay, if I could solo the hardest stuff and kill everything with two taps, and now they, they nerfed my guy a bit, but going through this, I played and played and played. I played once with, with Mo, and I played once again today. Two times this happened to me. So minus the health glitch, minus the um, the um, the people that are you're matchmaking with are just either getting disconnected or they're not doing anything. They just stand there AFK because they don't want to play the content. Think about this. They made a game where you want to go into the newest content, but you don't want to play the content. They just sat there. It frustrates the hell out of me. Okay. But on top of that, the game crashed on me, okay? 11 months into this fucking game, I was thinking, well, maybe it's just me. I had the Xbox One. It crashed all the time there, okay? I bought the Xbox Series S, played it on there, crashed all the time, more. Had the Xbox Series X, crashes constantly on the X. Now, I guess I have a lemon, I don't know what I have, okay? Now, I have hundreds of hours in this game, and I love the game, and I love using Hulk and destroying him. But the OLT, okay, was so frustrating. And when I watch other people play it, I'm like, man, it looks fun. I want to play it. I want to get through it. I want to do it, but I can't because I'm getting either booted from the game, I'm getting health glitch galore, okay, or matchmaking takes a fucking eternity, okay? Even with, even with everyone can be any hero they want now, okay, it still takes long. It took me seven minutes to find a matchmake to get into the brand new content that's Endgame. Okay? It took me seven minutes to find three other people today to just get into the match. And then we got in there. One guy got kicked or he left on his own accord about five minutes into the, into the match. Okay? I'm going to assume that he also got kicked because I've also been kicked, right? I make it halfway through, 30 minutes in, get kicked out. Made it 45 minutes in. The other night we were struggling. It took us an hour and a half, got kicked. It's infuriating, okay, that, that this game still has these problems, okay? And yet, I tell the truth. I speak the truth. I see it. You can show it to me. 
people people come to my stream. They're like, 30, I heard you're having this health glitch months ago. I'm like, yeah, I've had tickets submitted. I did all the stuff I needed to do. I am not a tester. I am not testing your game for you any longer. I've, I've resigned about testing your game and, and submitting tickets, okay? If you're not going to fix it, then I won't play your game. And I, I've now play just the, the DLC that comes out, like the Wakanda DLC that comes out, which looks pretty good. And this is the strong point of Crystal Dynamics. Their single-player aspect of the game is actually pretty good, okay? But everyone is, like, blinded by the light here. I don't know how the hell that everyone's like, oh, man, I'm so happy this is happening. Like, no one's having any issues, but yet I watch them, and either the population is just too naive to notice that they're having a health glitch and they just don't realize it, okay? Or they're completely and utterly in denial, okay? Or both. Because they love superheroes so much, it doesn't or matter. Or both. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't stand it. So, <clears throat> what they're adding to this game now, okay? They're adding, uh, Wakanda's coming out. They announced uh, Wakanda's DLC is coming out on August 17th. I was wrong. I said it was coming out on the 24th or the 26th, the last, the last week of August. So, they, they proved me wrong. Hopefully, it works fine on the day it comes out, okay? And you don't crash or where the game originally released and I and I had to wait 14 days after because I couldn't finish the game because there was a glitch in the game, okay? 11 months later, I'm sure something will happen because day one of the OLTs when I first launched, people were completing it and not getting exotics, which were supposed to drop, and they didn't drop. And then they're like, oh, there's a, a fix. We'll have to make a fix. Like, I don't know how they make the same mistakes over and over, but they do. So this is some of the things that they're doing to get people to come back, right? What kind of comes in, and they're doing a four times XP, four times XP, uh, the weekends that you can earn four times the amount of XP and stacks on Heroes Catalyst uh, on, as well. They're giving you resource grants. Any player with new or existing um, who logs in during all access weekend will instantly receive loads of resources through a community grant. Now, again, I'm a player that has uh, lots of resources. This doesn't help me. Uh, because they haven't pushed it past the 9,999 or 909, okay? Like, I can't... So, this actually hurts me. I can't collect it because I have to spend stuff. Well, I can't spend stuff because there's nothing to spend it on. So, I'm kind of in a in a, in a, in a pickle there. Uh, the contents, you get 5,000 fragments, 1,000 plasma, okay? 1,000 nanites, 1,000 nanotubes, 1,000 catalysts, 1,000 units, 600 upgrade modules, 500 iru, and 250 polycrons, Okay. You also have 50% marketplace sale. The marketplace will have the biggest sale ever during the event with a 50% off majority of the of the wares. And then they also have a 40% discount, I believe, with the game coming out soon. Um, and it's also free-to-play weekend on PlayStation, Stadia, and Steam this weekend. But not Xbox, Sarge. Not Xbox, which I thought was really interesting because one of the publicist uh, things that they put out there, they said that... Um, it's free, again, they've used these words again. They said it's free if you've owned the content, okay? It's that Wakanda's free if you own the content. Why would they put that out there, Sarge? If, they, if you own the game, then obviously you would get the content for free. And if I don't own the game, obviously I'm not just looking to get Wakanda. And could I just play Wakanda? I don't think I could, right? So the only other explanation for the terminology is that It'll be paid if you own it, then you would get it for free. And if it's a free-to-play weekend or down the road, if it is a free-to-play game, 
you would get the base game for free, but if you wanted to play Wakanda, you would have to purchase it at a separate, but they haven't said this yet. But the wording says it's free as long as you own the base game is the terminology. And I'm like, well, why would you even say that? Yeah. What other what other way would there be? There wouldn't be any why, other way. Why, why, why would I be getting Wakanda if I didn't have the game already? Right. Yeah. So <clears throat> these are the things that are coming out. The Wakanda update looks pretty cool. Um, inside the actual, um, again, I'm I'm okay with the with the uh, single player aspect of this. So there's a new hero, obviously Black Panther, new outfits, new villain sectors, including Claw, new Claw faction enemies, new story, new Wakanda jungle biome, new outpost. New war zones and assignments with the Wakanda region and outfits. Now, here's here's a problem that's going to happen. Because you have brand new people coming in, and they're playing the old stuff. And then you have the new stuff coming in where all the old people are going to be playing just the new stuff, right? Thank God they brought back the Tachneon Anomaly where anyone could be anybody. Because everyone's going to be Black Panther when it comes out. Okay, so everyone will be running Black Panther for the new content. And then matchmaking for the old stuff you will you won't get into. Because everybody will be playing in the new content in Wakanda and, and in the regions, so that'll be a little a little hectic as well. Um, as far as the the OLTs, I'm gonna try again. I'll, I'll try again this weekend. But I mean, but but why do you play for 45 minutes and then get dropped? Like, every, what's the point of playing? I I I get frustrated. I just I just shut it off. I get kicked on my. I mean, do, do, you, does, do you get no rewards? I don't think it's 45 nothing, minutes. Nothing. Play, nothing. Nothing. And here's the worst part. Marvel Future Revolution, if I get kicked because of server drop or whatever, and I log back in through VPN, through the emulator, it puts me exactly in the spot I left, and I can join back into a boss fight that I was just at, okay? And I still get credit for it. Even if I couldn't get back in in time, it still gives me the rewards because I was already fighting, okay? But yet, this AAA game that had five years of allegedly production-wise, okay? I get dropped from the game, and when I get back in... It says you have to wait for everyone else to complete the mission first before you can rejoin. Like, what type of garbage is this? Right? Your game crashed, and I'm being punished. Right? Your game is unstable. Okay? And yet I'm being punished. So I wasted 45 minutes twice. Okay? No rewards. No nothing. I can't get back in. There's no, there's no getting back in. What kind of preschool engine are you using? That when I get dropped, I can't go back into the team I was in. Like, no one's no one's taking your place. It should be like, oh, you were with this person? Yeah. That should be day one standard. Like, that's what it should do. Day for one. Yeah, for multiplayer. You get dropped, you should be able to go right back in. Right? Nope, not this game. This game, you get dropped, it says, you got to wait for the rest of the team to finish. Like, great. I just wasted a whole a whole hour of my time. And then there'll be some asshole that comes in here and be like, well, I beat it in 26 minutes. Good for you. Good for you. Right? Bravo. Okay. I made a kid it's, it's in sad. less time than that. Okay. So, like... I, don't, I, I, I couldn't do it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you that you can do it like that, but I can't do it. I could not play 45 minutes. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Sometimes I get involved in, the, in a game, right? And I forget to save because I'm too involved in the game. And the game and I, yeah. only saves. The game only saves in certain spots automatically. Yeah. Not every three, every not every ten seconds. Yeah. So all of a sudden something will spring up. It's a really tough battle. I'm like, oh crap, what's going on? And then I die, and then immediately realize how long have I been playing yep. without a save? And you're like, oh. And the, the last, the last one, yep. the last time it happened to me was two and a half hours. Oh man. And I stopped. And I stopped playing the game. 
At that point, I stopped playing again. I said, I can't do it. I can't do it again. Because I, I felt I felt like drained that I had wasted that much time. And I'm an idiot for not saving the game. I'm like, I don't I can't do this again. I didn't want to go through that part of it again. So I didn't play I didn't pick up the game again until months later. Yeah. Months when I was like, all right, let's try it again. Like I, I can't I can't stand wasting time. I cannot there, stand it. Just to get through it faster, there's there's a section where these there's these prisoners in these in these uh containers. Okay. And working without talking to other people in this game is really frustrating because they don't know what to do, okay? And I've been playing the game. And I know how to do it. The timers on those things are, like, super short. So people have figured out that Thor, if you just land your hammer on top and have someone punch the side and then ignite your hammer, it, it completes the thing real fast. And I went, huh. So today when I was going through, I, I punched it with Hulk and then just picked up a giant boulder and chucked it at the thing, and it completes the whole thing. I went, I don't even need anybody else, Okay. Right. I'm not I'm not a noob. Right. When it comes to stuff, I'm trying to complete things as fast as possible, because the longer you're waiting, the more the more bigger enemies and more rockets hit you and stuff like that. OK, but I can't defend against disconnect. OK, like the, hurry up. Hurry up. I got to finish this because it could it could die at any moment. Quick. We got to run through this. It's like what, what like what am I supposed to do? Right. Oh, and one of the dumb other mechanics in this is that they have the Tektion rifts, the little circles, you know, like what Destiny did, where you have to jump literally through hoops to get timer <laughs> to, uh, to, to, to get timers on, right? Remember that you had to jump uh, literally was, through a little through that, a, a little hoop. That's why I stopped playing. Yeah, that that right when, there. When, when I had, when when I I had to literally, jump, literally jumping through a hoop. When I was literally <laughs> jumping through hoops, that, that's it. Yeah. I'm not I, falling for this. I know people in chat are like, "Oh, I hate the word literal," but that's what you did in Destiny. You literally jumped, jumped through, through a hoop. Hoops. Right, uh, to just make more time, and they got rid of that. That's what you're doing here. But instead of loops, they're they're bubbles that you're going through to keep the timer to keep it like pressured that you're on. And here's another thing: I was watching a streamer. It glitched out. He didn't he didn't get the timer, so he got to do the OLT by you know with no time risk whatsoever. He's just casually going through. I was like, oh, how come I can't get that glitch? Okay, I played a Mega Hive the other day. Okay. Mega high the other day, I go in, random, because it's the first time you could ever play a mega high with somebody, random people. And I was like, great, let's try it. I get in with a group of randoms. I get into the match. Three seconds in, they drop out. So I was like, all right, cool. My, my NPCs will take over. Nope. Nope. NPCs didn't come in. They didn't come back in because they can't come back in once you get dropped. So I was doing a mega hive solo, not solo with three other NPCs, solo just hulk and i was like wow this is actually a pretty cool game mode right too bad it's not an actual game mode okay this is how buggy their game is okay where your balls that you designed for the thing don't show up your enemies still get strapped below the ground okay i go into a mega hive with multiplayer they get dropped and i'm by myself inside the mega hive right it's it's you can't make this shit up i i'm tired of defending this game and i'm i'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't invite me to to be at a it, one of these content creators for the game, right? Even though I was one of the leads in that directory for 10 months, okay? And I, I do love the game, okay? But because I tell the truth and talk about, truthfully, about what the game is broke or what's happening with it, they they like, let's not communicate with that guy. He's evil. He's toxic. He's toxic. I'm toxic because your game is broke, I can't play the game because your game is dropping 11 months after. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done ranting about this. Let's move on. Hmm. Okay. 
Let's talk about Scarlett Johansson speaking to Marvel. Okay. Can you put her, can you put her face on the screen for me? Um, I I could try. Let me see. Let me see. Because if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about ScarJo, I want I want to look deep into her eyes. I mean, I can I can give you this. I I, I can give you that picture right there. Again, see if that's, I can, that's fine. I can blow it up. No, I can't blow it up. Um, so Scarlett Johansson is suing Walt Disney World or the Disney Company because of breach of contract. Okay, so her breach of contract is basically. She had points. Now, I've, I brought this up months ago, months and months ago, when we were talking about theaters closing down and going straight to the streaming service. Over a year ago, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. When, when we were going to shut down, I said, the movie theaters are going to close, and this is bad news for Hollywood. I said, and, and the movie industry, and everyone's like, no, nah, I want to watch movies at home. What people don't understand. What, what, what the, people, the, economy, the economy of it. Yeah, the, the economy of it doesn't work out that way because producers, directors, main talent, right, above-the-line people – uh, get high percentage of money when they're shooting, but they also get a big chunk of money point-wise on the theaters, okay? So what they're making the thing. And if it makes a certain amount of money, let's say that it costs a million dollars to make and they made $100 million, well, if it broke over $50 million, they get a bonus. If they get more points, right? So they go higher, they get more money. Well, they kept pushing this back because this was supposed to be in theaters, but because of the coup that happened, and then they came back and they pushed it back. Well, let's be, let's let's be honest. It wasn't about the coup. There was a whole list of other stuff involved. <laughs> the coup was just the cherry on the shit cake. Yeah, yeah. So, so everyone's looking at her right now and thinking that she's the bad guy. And I'm I actually applaud her for sticking to her guns, right? And everyone's like, well, why why didn't she say something sooner? She didn't have to. Her contract states that that. It needs to be a theatrical release. And because Disney put it on Disney Plus, that money doesn't go towards the theater. And because it didn't go towards the theater, it didn't hit no certain, points in the back end. It didn't hit the certain point. So she didn't get her money that it was supposed to hit. And then obviously it had a dip off as week two and week three, where it's literally the worst MCU movie uh money wise. Okay. It is now the solo of of uh of the MCU, right? Solo lost money, and now Black Widow lost money, okay? So she has a case, right? She has a case where they they basically went against what her contract was, and this is going to be the camel that, it, or I'm sorry, the lighter that it ignites everything in Hollywood because there are, if you remember a couple stories months ago, I talked about a couple directors that would refuse to do um, like Netflix or refuse to do any kind of streaming service type stuff because their pay scale, they're now... In the union, they don't look at it as feature film, right? They look at it as television series, and they look at it for right. for a certain thing. So it's a different pay scale, and then you don't get back end right. points, and you don't get certain things. So, a lots of directors are like, "No, this is bad," especially when they film the movie to be in theatrical release, and then it's told that it's only going to be in uh, uh, like HBO Max or Disney Plus or whatever this is. So I would love to see what happens now with the WB, because there's. Now going to be 14 different directors, 14 different producers, 14 different writers, 14 different people that worked on those 14 movies that are being launched just on HBO Max, okay, that are not coming to theaters. They all have lawsuits if their contracts, which I assume their contracts do state that because they get back-end points. Well, if it doesn't come to theaters, they have to renegotiate. So I hope I hope the WB negotiated most of those people's contracts before they decided to go to HBO Max instead of just pulling the plug and going, hey, you know what? We're going to put it on HBO Max because I think she's going to be the first leader 
of all of these actors and all of these directors and all of these other people that weren't getting their back end points. Okay. Because she's probably gonna be a shit show. She's I think she's suing up to fifty million dollars, okay? Which she wouldn't have made even with the back end points. She she'd probably make like twenty, thirty million, maybe forty million. Okay, but she's but asking you have, for you have 50. To, you, have to, yep. you have to go high before, yeah. for it to come down. Yeah. That's how it goes. You got to yeah. ask for more. Yeah, so, I mean. If you if you want 30, you got to ask for 50. That's how it goes. Right, right. So, <clears throat> yeah, so she's got she's got a case. She's got a case. Um, so there's... Hey, listen, uh, any time that you can take money from the rat, I'm all in. Right, right. Right, and that's what I call it, the rat. It's not a mouse. It's a rat. Yeah, so here it says Black Widow set a pandemic record of 80. I love how they say it, set a pandemic record of 80 million domestic box office. Move, move, that's, move that's, the goal that's how we, Yeah, because yeah, that's, yeah. that's how we talk about things. During the pandemic, it was a record breaker. Yeah. Um, so Warner Brothers, or I guess this is the very reason that previous reported that Warner Brothers paid more than $200 million to, uh, to talent whose original con Oh, perfect. That's it. it says it right here. So elsewhere in the movie making, Warner Media renegotiated many of its contracts with their actors this very reason okay it was it was previously reported that warner brothers paid more than 200 million dollars to their talent whose original contracts were based on box office performance but were changed to reflect the day-to-date -date streaming deals so there you go warner media bravo to you for for looking out for your for your actors and 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 talent disney what are you doing what are you doing right so it'd be interesting i wonder i wonder if they negotiated uh the Dalmatian movie. Didn't that come in theaters and also the streaming service at the exact same time? So there you go. So Warner Brothers is smarter than Disney at this point. So they did negotiate, renegotiate. They had to because the union won't let them do that. Right. And on top of that, the union, her the, um, um, actors guild, right. Uh, they could also sue because if she's not getting her money, then they're not getting their money. <laughs> right. So they could also sue. So it'd be it'd be very interesting to see how this goes forward. Um, I, I guarantee you they'll they'll dot the I's and cross the T's now with uh, going forward for the streaming platform. I'll be I'll be surprised. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but when the contracts say that you're going to television, a lot of people aren't, are going to do the same thing the directors do. They're not going to go. They're not going to do it because they're not getting the points. Because right. you can't promise points. Right. You can't promise points for television just based off of subscriptions. Yeah, yeah. You had, you they would have to negotiate. I'll do it would. It's evolving. It would evolve. They would be like, I want one um, percent. I think I think right now, I think right this moment, agents of Hollywood stars have their work cut out for them because now they're actually working. Yeah, they, they're, 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 they are. They are sitting around in offices right now with their friends and lawyers trying to come up with contracts now they, for the ridiculousness that is. They would have screen, to negotiate small screen theater. Yeah, they would have to negotiate. So, for instance, if it made 60 million dollars on Disney Plus, you would have to take points off of the subscriptions of the viewers of whatever, right? So you would say like, I don't know, if it's thirty dollars, every 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 household has got three people in it, right? So if you're if a dollar per person, right? So if if it's thirty dollars and there's average four four bucks per household or, or whatever, and there was two million households, you know what I mean? So that 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 would be eight mil, eight million dollars of, of of points for for them, right? Or like a four percent or whatever it was. It'd be interesting to see what what happens. I would love to see what I, I hope she wins. I hope she wins so Disney has to cry and be like, not only do they lose more money because that money lost or that movie lost money for them, but now they lost more money for it to the actress that played in the movie that lost money for them. I mean, that would just that would just just make me so happy. So happy. So that's uh Black Widow. 
I can say she's not coming back anytime soon. All right, she's even if even if they if she wins or loses, they're not bringing back. They're not bringing black, back Black Widow. She's she's done. Um, let's talk about the uh, the big story here, uh, Activision. Okay, Activision. Um, obviously, we all know that the last week we went in a little bit into it. They there's a lawsuit going on by the state of California, and since then. There's been so much, so much to unpack where they, they have a Cosby room and a person committed suicide and there's been people that are, uh, Sarge knows more about the story so he can, he can dive more into it. So give us, give us the rundown, well, Sarge. Well, we're going to, we're going to just tippy toe. We're not, we're not going to dive head first into this because it, it becomes, it becomes toxic when you talk about reality. Right. Instead, instead of, instead of us talking about, yeah. Instead of us talking about how innovative artistic developers make kick-ass video games and what cool-ass game are you playing this week, we instead have to talk about how the corrupted corporate entity that is ActiveBliz has completely shit the bed when it comes to employee trust and ethics. And civics. So, for just a moment, think to yourself that when the lawsuit came out and it was stated that the state of California was going to sue Activision Blizzard because of these allegations, there was no talking or letter released immediately. But only after other things started coming to light in the last week did corporate decide to instigate their corporate speak and put out their letters. Right. And the letters between Jab and Fran and Bobby Kotick just speak of the ineptitude of what happens in that company. If a portion of your staff comes out with an open letter and says that what they're talking about is true. It can no longer be one of these me too type situations. Now, I don't agree with all the me too situations, but when the staff as a whole stands up and says, yes, this stuff goes on. Yes, we don't like it. Yes, they knew about it. And yes, they don't do anything about it. It falls on deaf ears that the upper echelons of the company release letters spouting typical corporate P -P 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 PR about, about, yeah. about how, how unfortunate the situation happened, how they feel awful about it. It basically means nothing. So when you have a company doing this type of thing, it now falls into the, I don't care what you make anymore because you guys are just trash at the moment, right? No amount of good PR or extra XP days or extra mounts and wow or whatever you believe right, right. to be the bribe that's going to make you want to play Activision Blizzard games. I am not giving them a dollar ever yeah, again. I, I agree. I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I'm right? not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying not, anything, Blizzard. Nothing. It's, it's, it's not just because of the allegations. There's been a whole stream of stuff happening 
on Activision from Bobby Kotick. This is not the first time. This is not the first time these allegations have come out. And from what I understand, the investigation of the reason why that the state is suing Activision, the investigation has been going on for two years. Yeah. Yeah. They're gathering information for two years, which means we're talking about 2018 and before. Okay. Now, at this point, you have to say to yourself, fuck you, Sarge. I just want to play a video game. I work hard. My kids are a pain in the ass. Right. And I only have three hours a week to enjoy myself. And I really like Activision Blizzard games. So who the fuck are you to tell me what I can play or don't play? I'm not. What I'm saying to you is, is that if your narrow-mindedness only focuses on your pure entertainment, instead of looking at what has come before up until this point, including employee committing suicide, people being harassed, besides the crunch, forget about the actual video games, we're just right. talking about just this. Just just normal human, and, like... So, just human decency. Like standard, just human, uh, decency. human decency, yeah. So... The example I can give you is this. If you grew up watching your parents work, you always noticed that maybe you didn't see them a lot of the times because they worked hard. They were in the office a lot. They had to do a lot of, they had to do a lot of outside of curricular, outside work things for work, and they spent less time with you. Right. Maybe you, you had a golden life. Maybe your parents were around you on the weekends all the time. Mine weren't, right? So when you look at this and you say, what happens? when young adults who are doing a job that they love are paid a decent wage, but their upper management has FU money yeah. and can have parties whenever right. they want. Yeah. And what happens when you put employees and employers in hotels with parties, with narcotics, with liquor? I mean, eventually you know what's going to happen. I mean, right. this is what we do on a weekend, not counting work. I like to go out to bars and clubs and things when I was younger. And if I had a few money, you know what you would do. Right. So what do you think happens when you have a few money and you have a bunch of young minds well, in an office? Well, especially they also at the conventions and stuff like that, where they had that room, I'll just call it the room. Uh, and then you're, you're like this in this microcosm, like celebrity, right? Like if yes. the people that are at your at your cons and stuff like that know who you are, and if you're a developer of the game that they love, right? They're taking advantage of that situation because yes. the fans know that who they are, and they're like, oh my god, I love it. It's like meeting your your author or or a, a movie star, right? A but fan of whatever, right? Whatever. It's a micro. They're they're a micro celebrity inside that world, and they took advantage of the situation and stuff like that. So it's just it's awful, right? And I know a lot of people are like, well. How can you not support them now, right? Because I'm not. I'm not going to be supporting Blizzard, okay? Or maybe even Activision because Activision owns Blizzard, okay? So one to the other, right? Activision is still owned by, you know, a, a, a cocksucker. So um, how if, if you don't support them, then the people that are good in the company, they're going to lose their, their job. Well, if they're good, in my eyes, right? Because this has happened to me before where I've lost my job with other things. I found another job, right? Because I'm talented and another person picked me up and I went to a different production company because my work shows and, and, and what it is, right? So if the, the nothing can be done with this, you have to, and I, I know people hate this word, okay? Cancer. Blizzard right now and what they've, what they've created in that, in that organization is cancer. 
and the only way you can get rid of cancer is digging the fucking like burning it and getting it out like you have to take it completely out you can't just work with it and, and, and maintain it to try to rotate it out and bring new people in and that no you have to bye bye just get rid of it completely right the, the upper the, the upper management of the company has got to go yeah yeah so like, it, it, it's it's this is going to be drawn out and i'm sure they're going to say all kinds of things and they're going to say it's a he said she said thing but when you have the employees on record stating that stuff is true this is this is stuff that's been going on once it's once it's been proven that upper upper management knew it was going on and then did do nothing about it right there's right believe me when i say this when it finally comes to the end of the court the court date when this stuff happens right heads are going to roll and the amount of golden parachutes are going to be the most obscene oh, yeah. that you have that you have ever seen in your life. And if you don't know what a golden parachute is, look it up, okay? And you'll understand. These guys are going to walk. They're going to walk, and they're going to walk with their golden parachute, and they're going to go get a job someplace else. Right. But they got to go. For for Blizzard to to even begin to rebuild what they were considering the losses that they have suffered over the years of talent. And I know there's always more talented people, but this is just dirt from the inside, well, re man. Remember, this it, is the it, same. It's not, not going to be fixed. It's not going to be this, fixed. This is the they same company. Go. This is the same company that fired 800 people on their best year ever. Well, right? that's, that's my other point, right? right? When you, when you start adding everything together, Right when you start adding all the pieces together, Activision fired 800 people. The best record profit, and then immediately afterwards, the following year, began hiring people at cheaper rates. Now, standard business practices, mind you, it is standard business practices. But the way you have to look at it is this: when we were growing up, a video game company was a bunch of nerds sitting around coding, right. making entertainment for other nerds, okay? We all had fan bases. We all loved what they did. And so we bought into the nerddom. We, we sided with those people. Right, which made Because we, want, we wanted, we right. want, right. Which, which was the uh, Bungies of the time, which was the Activisions of the time, which was the Bethesdas of the time. And so at some point, you say to yourself, well... It's just a video game, right? That's all we used to always say. It's just a video game. Right. But once the AAA companies passed that threshold, once it became adult corporate world instead of nerd world, okay, where big money was being spent, big money was being invested, investors, it's all about investors now. It wasn't about what the cool game was. It wasn't about what the developers wanted to make, what their idea was, and let's see if the guys like it. Like, those days were done. It was about corporate cookie cutter. What can we release? How fast can it go out? And how much can we recoup as fast as possible? And then once that ball started getting going, that was the end. Every game you see now is the same. It's in the same genre, has the same issues. It isn't finished. It's broke. And it's filled with MTX and whatever else you want to call it, where, where the game is now a platform. It is not a game. Right. It's not just a game for the sake of a game. It's a platform that we made in order enough in order to milk you as the year goes on. It's over. Right? Now, if this lawsuit is the can opener that begins to knock down these guys a couple blocks, right? Then so be it. 
because the real the real issue is the corporate greed, right? But we can attach corporate greed to this, no problem. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, greed and power, because that's all what it is: greed and power. So what are we supposed to do here? Am I supposed to just be like, hey, uh, that sound, that's that's crazy. I can't believe that would happen. That actually happened. And then just go on and talk about something else. Like, uh, I can't, I can't do it, dude. I can't look at it anymore. I can't, I can't even. <clears throat> it disgusts me on a level that that I can't even put into words. Right? I I I was this mad when they destroyed that that YouTuber from yeah, from well, um that was that was uh take two yeah yeah take yeah. two and that was just basic destroy someone's life yeah this is ridiculous absolutely ridiculous all right i don't know what we're supposed to do here man well i know what i'm doing i'm not supporting anything that comes out of blizzard itself so overwatch uh world of warcraft uh diablo all that stuff is no you think longer... i'm excited you think i'm excited no. about diablo at yeah, all yeah. whether it be mobile or not i don't yeah, give two no. shits i don't i don't i don't care uh if it was done already and it's done they they get no they get no sense from me zero um even if it's a free-to-play game they, they don't even get my email address to send off to somebody else to so they can make money off of my my information um just another just another company that is on my shit list of that i'll move on to a different company because when one gets knocked down someone else will be rised up now i'm debating on activision i don't really play a lot of activision games so i'm pretty good there anyway um but yeah i'm i'm done with uh with blizzard uh just like i'm done with uh you know uh gearbox and uh, just like i'm done with uh what else lucasfilm at, at the moment which might come back so and here's and here's the part that that irks me right is when they go into full defensive mode right they start doing stuff that's basically pointless because they're trying to cover all the bases because they know that's going to burn regardless right but they were saying stupid shit like there are scantily dressed npcs and wow they're going to change what they wear that that's a little they're gonna over, change like yeah. like okay first of all let's that's, let's that's rewind back to the yeah. let, let's rewind back to the first steps the first steps was i made a video game for nerds Nerds don't have girlfriends. Nerds are in their house. Nerds want to see scantily clad anime characters when they play games. That's what and, we did. Yeah. We were nerds, right? That's what it is, right? That's what it is. So now we're going we're gonna to try to combine the nerd world with reality world again. And right. so now we're going to do a blanket thing where now we're going to get rid of anything that sexualizes women or we're going to get rid of all this kind of stuff and we're going to make the game as bland as possible. Because it has to be done tastefully. Right. Meanwhile... Meanwhile, the advertisement market for selling sex to young adults in the country is astronomical. Yeah, yeah. But God forbid there is a cartoon character wearing a bust. You know, it's not like she, there's no nipple. There's a bust. She wears some kind of armor. Yeah. And there's, there's breast armor. Like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? But that's, that's packaged in with this now. That's, this is the kind of mentality that they have. Well, we can't have anything look like this or no. talk about this. Everyone, everyone's going to look like they're working at Blockbuster with the khaki pants and blue shirts. Like, it's, yeah, every, like, like, like all of a sudden, you're going to sanctify World of Warcraft, right? You're going to get rid of all the, the women drawn badly, right? You know, it's... The, the focus is always on the wrong shit. Yeah. They, right? They, they the, focus, the focus is the upper management needs to go. The company needs to be restructured. Too big, too much money, okay? When you make too much money and you don't know what to do with it, this is what happens. When you make F you money, 
Yeah. And you don't have to you don't have to worry about what their next paycheck's coming from because the games that you've already created are constantly making money day in and day out because of NTX and skins and whatever else they're selling. Whatever else they're selling outside of the normal product, you're making FU money. The, there's, there's no there's no pressure. There's no pressure. Listen, if if you knew your next meal wasn't a guarantee, if you knew that you had to work your ass off every week, every month to make sure that you made the good product because we had to sell a good product yeah. in order for us to eat. Well, I, according to according to today's market, I don't have to make anything qual out of quality. I don't have to worry that it's finished. And I don't have to worry about where the money's coming from because the money is always coming in. I don't have to worry about a release right. date because I'm still getting paid. Yep. And I now if I put in young minds with this mindset, not wisdom, not we've been in the workforce for 30 years. We're, I, I'm serious about my job. We're in the woohoo category of making good money. I'm young. We're a bunch of young, hot people. We're out partying. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's sad. And I, I know it's a, you know, it, it's taking video games, something that we all love uh, in this community and stuff like that. But, you know, real reality kicks in and you got to look at it. And I, I vote with my wallet and I don't, I don't. That's the, that's the only vote. Uh, you uh, have. Obviously no one supports what they're doing. Okay. But I'm not supporting them anymore with, Video games. They they this is not the blizzard that I that I grew up with. This is not, not the even game close. company. Yeah. This is they have to make all the money. Um and they did don't you see the, and, and did they don't you care the how they, and they and they and they don't care how they do it, right? Did you see the story about War Warcraft three reforged? Yes. Did you see the story? Yeah, yeah. Where they cut corners. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well they cut corners because they didn't want to invest the money yeah. for their game. That was this flagship game of the years past. All they had to do was make the game quality. Like they always did, like Blizzard always did, and people would have been all about it. I, I, I would have probably rebought the damn game, right? But instead, if 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 I can't make a game with this much right. and get my return as this much, right. then it's not worth if, it. Instead of in, making in Activision's mind, it's not worth the time. Instead of making like a fifty percent profit or a, like they want to make four thousand percent profit or a million percent right. profit it's not right. worth it it's not worth it right Be yeah. because because the precedent has been set that the games that they have released have returned this much and the return is important why because the investors are waiting on their money yeah the investors the, want to the, see what the you investors the investors are also having their own lawsuit on top of this right they, yeah. because they said they were lied to about information that was uh sold to them or whatever to be, invest in the company so they're also in a lawsuit. On top of that, nearly a thousand current and former Activision Blizzard employees have signed an open letter calling the company's response to discrimination lawsuit. Uh, and then there's also a walkout that happened, uh, I believe, yesterday. Um, we said it last week when the people were doing a sit-in inside of World of Warcraft. Uh, if you want to make a, if you want to make a mark and, and see yourself known, that you just log out. Like don't you, log in. You don't log <laughs> in at all. Um, just like these guys walked out, they did a walkout, right? So right now, War World of Warcraft is not being uh, worked on at all, right? And so this is now two times. Was it, was it ever really? Yeah, right. This is now two times in two years that it hasn't been worked on because last year they stopped working on it because of the pandemic, and now uh, now they're working on they're not working on it because of what's happening right now. It's a second pandemic, right? It's a it's a different type of pandemic for Activision. Um, so. You know, a year from now, you're not going to get that update for for World of Warcraft for the expansion because, and if you if you do, it's going to be half-assed because they're not working on it, and the people that 
come back to work, if they do start projects again, they'll probably be bitter about it because now it's tainted, right? Because now you're working for a company that you know are scumbags and you're working for that company and now you want to, and now you're there, even though it's your job, you're like, I really don't want to work at this company anymore because it's got this stigma to it, right? I can guarantee a lot of people looking on Indeed right now. Oh, absolutely, right? So, so we'll see what happens. Lot, lots of stuff with, uh, with Activision there. Um, next story, right? Bungie's next game could be free to play. Okay. Now I'm just going with the title. I'm not even going to look at the article or anything. Just their next game could be free to play. You look at what Bungie has done and with the brand that they've built, right? They've now built not one, but two mega titles. They've built Halo. They got rid of it. They couldn't keep it. And they built Destiny, and Destiny is the next Halo-esque type thing where now it's a big enough franchise where it's it's opened up doors for them, where now they can make a 208,000-square-foot extension or brand-new building. They've they've made um, uh, you know merchandise and lore, and they have a good following, and they're constantly with microtransactions. They, they have a good thing where now they can publish their own games. They're making a mobile game for for net is NetEase no NetEase NetEase is is a hundred million dollars they put in inside, um, so they, there's a lot of stuff that's going their way right now. So do you think Sarge they make a free to play game? And obviously, do you think it's a mobile game? I mean, I'm playing Marvel Future Revolution. It's a free to play game. It's a goddamn good game for for a free to play mobile game, right? There's a lot of microtransactions. Do you think Bungie goes that that route, or do you think they just make a straight up like Fortnite type free to play type of PVP game with cosmetics. In today's market, I would assume that Bungie is definitely going for the mobile market. And if they are, it has to be a PVP driven game. Probably something on the same level as a Warzone. But the Bungie fight. Uh, because they need to have they're safe because destiny is basically guaranteed income they know what they have every year for the last six years now they know what destiny does for them financially so that gives them some doors to open up so either they might try something new but i think that they're going to wait for their studio to be done before they try something brand new i think you go for the safe bet I think you go for a mobile game, well, PvP. Do you do you think Matter is that next game, and is that game going to be free to play? Do you think? Well, it's Code Day Matter, so we don't know what that. I, I would think that if it's mobile, I think free to play probably yeah, because they know they can they know they got their population that's going to be in the try it. I don't think you need to have a paywall. I think free to play would be the way to go because once again, they have their guaranteed income. Right. Right. And listen, if, if the free to play thing doesn't work. Not a big deal. We just change up. We just change up the the pay scale, right? Because eventually, once it starts to take off, if it is a free to play game, we all know about the eighty twenty rule. Yeah. So, I think I think the eighty twenty rule for Bungie. I was talking about it the other day. I think theirs is more like uh, forty forty hundred. Like I think forty percent brings in a hundred percent of the profits. No, I, I yeah. think that they they have they have. They're, it's almost like a cult. They, that's like, it's, a, like, it's, they, it's like a religion, man. They they pass the basket around and people are willing to put in their 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 monthly salary in for them. Right. They have time to build what they want to build. They listen, up and down as destiny is, you see what it is 
as a stability platform. It's not like this. There, there are small tweaks to keep people involved and to bounce things around. You see the waves, what's buffed, what's nerfed, what's buffed, what's nerfed, and then you forget about it. And then a year later, the same buffs and nerfs come out again. It's, it's, it's a repetitive cycle for what they've constructed. They don't have to deviate too far. They're guaranteed money. Mm -hmm. Mobile, I think, is the way they're going to go. I, I, don't, I don't see... We're, we're, we're in a tumultuous time as far as markets are concerned. I'm not sure if they have the Asian market, they're allowed to go there or not. But I think for the safe invest, the safe investment for them to do would be a mobile game that's PvP, that's free to play. Yeah, I mean, playing the game of Marvel Future Revolution, it's very PvP based, like when you get to the end game. And I'll be honest, if they could make Destiny into a mobile mobile game, that's like a home run. That type of game but, in everybody's hands. But put it in everyone's hands on mobile. That's that's even though how much I don't enjoy I enjoyed it for six years. That that game is that that game would be huge if it was just Destiny on the phone. Like just a, a some sort I don't of, know. I don't know if it would be as pretty though. But the pretty the pretty factor for Destiny is is yeah. one of its strong points. But because the, I'm playing, the resolution there is. I do believe that their next game is a free to play and it will be PvP. Like it would be like the Crucible, maybe maybe something that takes place in the universe of Destiny, but uh it's definitely a PvP S game. You know what or, be, you or know a what, prequel. You know, I, I, I've always said Destiny should do this. Instead of a PvP game like the one you're playing with your guardians, you play with teams like Team Cabal, Team Vex, Team Fallen, Team Guardian. Like you, you, you get on one team and it's Guardians versus Vex or Cabal versus uh, Fallen. I, I can see them doing some sort of game like that, free to play, where it's like Halo esque, where you're not really grinding for guns. You're, the guns are there, and you're just on different teams. Think of a uh, think of Gears of War, with the with, with the flood and with the uh, no the flood was Halo. What's the what's the ones? What's the ones that um in Gears, the swarm? No, what the hell are they called? I forget which one. Chat, help me out here. You're talking about from Gears of War. Gears of War. What's the bad guys in, in Gears of War? Oh God, uh, the floods Halo. Yeah, floods Halo. Uh, um, uh, the locust. Locust. Thank you. Right, so you could have locusts first, like the gears. Like I feel like they could make a uh, a free to play PvP game based on like the cabal, the vex, the fallen, the 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 team based stuff. You know, you know what I'm saying? Where it's very generic, same guns, same things, just team based shooter type thing. I could see them doing something like that. What do you guys think, chat? Do you think Destiny is going to make a free to play game? Do you guys think they'll keep it in the Destiny realm, or do you think uh, they won't go that route? Let me know in the comments. Um, <clears throat> I agree, Krebs. I agree. Like, but but remember what we said. Remember what we talked about though, right? You and I both know this because I think we're both on the same kind of. We think the same way. You know that when Halo Infinite releases this year, you know that Destiny will have some kind of PvP thing, right? You know that, right? Like they're gonna have some kind of gotcha thing for PvP. You know that's coming because they're, they're, they don't they don't allow anyone that's in the same genre with them. To have a to have a, a free weekend of a release without them trying to put their nose in it, always right. They never they'll never let it happen. Yeah, I think they I think they go hard again with the uh, th this next expansion is gonna get this is that 
everyone thinks it's that 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 taking king moment right you're gonna see a lot of people come back uh for this next thing did i miss the battlefield talk uh we, we talked about battlefield last week did you did you hear did you get that episode gator did you hear that episode we we, we don't have any battlefield news this week um we'll talk about battlefield tomorrow though i have lunch with gator tomorrow so we're gonna we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow um next story i want to talk about this this actually makes me kind of happy that Lucasfilm did this, right? So Lucasfilm hired a YouTuber who used deepfake to tweak Luke Skywalker and Mandalorian v, uh, VFX, right? The visual effects. So YouTubers of full deepfake videos has attempted to improve the polarizing visual effects in the movies, and but rarely do videos lead to an actual studio jobs. A popular deepfake YouTuber who goes by the name of, of Shamook uh, announced that his months in the comments section of one of the videos that he joined the team over at Lucasfilm into Unreal Light and Magic. Andy Wire has now confirmed that the hiring of Lucasfilm is notable. Of Shamuka's also most viral video is deepfaked um, of Mark Hamill's Luke Skywalker, and the video has nearly 2 million views on YouTube. I'll tell you what, uh, quit Lucasfilm right now, and you can make more money by just doing your YouTube videos off the ad revenue. Um, over the past several years, ILML has been investing in both machine learning and AI as it means to produce a compelling visual effects work and been ter uh, uh, terrific to see monument building in the space of technology and advancement. Okay. So Shamuk released his Mandalorian Luke Skywalker deepfake video on December 21st after completing, completing work on the clip just four days while main, uh, while main Star Wars fans were delighted to see young Luke Skywalker pop up in the Mandalorian Season 2 finale, the final visual effects heavy looked character drew cr criticism. The de-aging uh, visual effects technology continues to polarize, which is one of the reasons George Miller decided to cast uh, Anya Taylor-Joy to play uh, Furosa in his Mad Max uh, Fury Road prequel movie. The director considered having Char Charlize Theron reprise her role, but decided against it because of the de-aging technology is not up to speed yet. Perhaps the most notable use of the de-aging visual effects technology came with the release of Martin Scorsese's 10-time Oscar-nominated Irishman, which he used the visual effects to de-age Robert De Niro uh, by decades. The de-aging process divided... Uh, uh, circuits of results of another visual uh, of, of, of Shamook's. The YouTube video using deepfake is tweaked and the Irishman visual effects has been viewed over 1.2 million times. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pop this up real fast so you can see his, his visual stuff, okay? And you can see which one's his and which one's, uh, which one's not, okay? So I'm going to bring this up on screen right now. We showed this months and months and months ago. Um, so this is the original. This is the original. At least I think this is the yeah. There's the original and there's his. Look, I know it's I know it's hard to tell, okay, but you could tell this is just awkward. He's he's, he's damn good, bro. right? This is just awkward, and and this one looks insane, right? And he's done this before with other with other artists, with other like Leia and and other ones, and he did this in a in a fraction of the time that they had to do this with the actual show, okay. That's and that's why you hire people like that. You want talented people like that. Yeah, this is this is just pure determination for love of what he's doing. Yep. Right. Yes. I mean. Yes. Look, he literally took, look at it. Look at look this. at it. This is so much better. Okay, this is so much better. Um, and I and I said I said months and months ago I said they should hire this guy. They should hire this guy because he does better work than what they're doing. And thank God they watch our podcast because they hired him. I, I don't know if they actually listen to the podcast, but um, 
but yeah, they there's there's one thing I can tell, and the lighting on his face and what he does. He did another one with Harrison Ford, and he posted him on on um on Solo, like he took Harrison Ford's face and put it on Solo, like it's crazy. Right, look the at stuff it. that they can't. Well, the see, stuff that they can do now, man. You see that? You see the problem though. Like if I if I back up just a, a smidgen, okay, you can see the lighting on um the faces. Hold on. You can see the lighting on the faces, and they tried to hide their face with like dark shadows and stuff. And he has the same sh same type of shadows, but look look how much nicer. Look at the eyes. Look look at the eyes. The way his eyes are compared to this. Right, it's crazy. Bravo to this dude. I'm glad he actually got a job. Maybe, maybe now we'll get the Star Wars that we deserve. Okay, because I would love if they make another Star Wars. Okay, to do seven, eight, nine, they just like kind of revamp it, like just completely do it over, and do the real story, right? And just do the Thrawn, just do the Thrawn trilogy, do, and, and bring back it. Luke and Mara Jade and all this other stuff, right? Like that, that would be amazing to me, right? So. There you go, kids. If you if you love what you do and you strive and get it out there, YouTube is a beautiful place. Beautiful, to, to, beautiful to, place to to get people to notice. Three point one million views on on this video. Um, so and here, let me show you this again because this was the one he did for for solo back in the day. Okay, this this is insane. Okay, this is insane. That's Harrison Ford's face. Okay, look at it. It's insane. This guy is a wizard, and he did this from home. He didn't do this with, like, tens of thousands of dollars. He did this on his computer with a bunch of programs. Look at it. Solo wouldn't have lost money if, if Harrison Ford's face was on that dude. Look at it. It's insane. It's incredible. That that would have that that wouldn't have lost money. Solo wouldn't have lost money if if you put de-aged Harrison Ford on here. You know we're we're crossing. And I've talked about this in the past as well. We're crossing a very very weird sector of film and technology. And I said this a while ago, over a year ago. I said I'm okay watching Star Wars with de-aged Harrison Ford. Like bring back Harrison Ford and de-age him, right? Or Hire a young actor, and that actor doesn't get to see his face. They take Harrison Ford's face and put it on his body, on, on, that, on that actor's body. That actor gets paid to be the body, but Harrison Ford gets paid because he's the actor of the face and whatnot, right? Like, it's a weird, it's a weird thing happening. But I would rather take a de-aged actor than Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones in the new movie that's coming out. Give me Indiana Jones 10 seconds after we saw him last time. Do You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm okay with the de-aging process. You could do, you could bring people back to life, and I know this is gets it gets back into a weird place because you have to get the rights to the, the the uh, the estates of the of the people and stuff like that. If it's done the right way, if it's done the right way, Carrie Fisher's family should let them 100% let them do a if it's good, a story, not not a fucking woke movie. Okay, like an actual piece and bring back you know Princess Leia. 
in her prime. Like, take Luke Skywalker, bring Leia back for maybe his his show that comes out on Disney Plus or whatever. Have Mark Hamill come back and play and put it in DH him or whatever, right? Like, do this because this is what we what people want to see. Or I'm sorry, this is what people want to see. Okay, they don't want to see new actors and then pretend you think there's Harrison Ford. They want to see Harrison Ford. They want to see, right? No, let Skywalker die. What do you? He's dead. What, what do you mean he is dead? But if if they're if they're doing the Luke Skywalker stuff from Mandalorian, you need to do a deep fake. I don't want to see the guy that plays a uh, Sebastian that plays uh, Winter Soldier as as Luke. I want to see Luke as Luke. I don't want to see someone portraying as Luke because it, it disgages from it. We have a technology to keep it going. So why not use it? Okay. The people are going to get their money. The actors will get their money, right? It doesn't affect us in every way. It's actually better for us. It's actually better for the consumer to watch a movie and go, Oh man, that's cool. Right. Cause it, you don't even think about it. Do you, do, if you look at this and see Harrison Ford, I'll be like, God damn. Right. My, my son wouldn't know that Harrison Ford is 75 or 80, whatever the fuck he is. It'd be like, that's Harrison Ford. Oh, right. And he watches he watches the original Star Wars and then watches this. It would be seamless, seamless. Okay, so I don't know. I'm 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 for this technology. I'm for this technology, just like I'm for movie theaters to come back uh, in in full swing. Let me bring up the uh, the next story. Let me bring up New World a little bit here. Um, I got about a half hour left. Twitch streamer Asma Gold has major concerns about the new world. Okay. Now I played new world. I have about 22 hours in, uh, into new world. I absolutely adore it. It'll probably be my, my game that I play off stream. Cause I don't have enough. I don't have a good graphics card, excuse me, to play it on stream. It, it, it gets bogged down or not, but I can play it at pretty good graphics and stuff when I'm not streaming. So I really enjoyed it. So asthma gold says, um, uh, his interest, or he says his first major criticism of New World early on in the video, he says that it simply isn't ready to release next month. He says it's so dysfunctional, it's so buggy, it's so broken, he says. He says it feels that while the trading system contributes to New World's success in making players part of the community, it already slows the system, will also uh, get even slower once many more people join the game. The game is more movement, attack pattern, motion tracking is also point uh, of concern for him. He also compares it to uh, if Amazon hired a crackhead that they put a in motion tracker on him and then they said, uh, go have fun, right? Like if they put a crackhead in the motion capture suit and they're like, he's all jittery, he's going by. He's like, yeah, just go have fun. And then they like they captured him, right? He's like, it, there's just something off about it. Um, he says the main story quest line also doesn't escape uh, his, his, he says he demonstrates his issue with the quest by getting up in front of the seat and actually acting them out. Uh, and the frustration seems that he stems from the game's apparent poor objective recognition and the quests that are full of bugs. Although he does say that New World's crafting is good, he worries that the, the prevalence of the end game items that don't have a way to leave the economy, which might lead to saturation when everybody just has the best gear in the game. Okay, so... Right now, the crafting system, you can you can build everything, right? And this is what we said a couple of weeks ago when we said, I think you can make everything in the game. And I said, I didn't put enough time into it. But as I put more time into it, I'm like, well, if everyone can be the best crafter, then you don't need the community, right? You could be your own doctor. You could be your own you know, your builder. You could build your own weapons. And in order in order to have a community, you have to have limited resources and limited uh, limited professions. So everyone relies on somebody else. 
Right. If you can be self, if everyone can be self sufficient, then there's no economy. Right. And that and this is where it comes back to game design, where if if certain people, let's say the game comes out and everyone wants to be a blacksmith, and no one wants to be a a, a healer or a medic or whatever, right? A doctor. You you got to make it worth while to go to up that doctor path. And I think Star Wars Galaxy did this very well back in the day with the, with their system of being like a bounty hunter or a Sith or a Jedi uh, or, uh, you know what I mean? Like they made these roles where you could go up the first tree up to a certain point, but then you had to make a choice, right? So you, you knew the first uh, couple of skills was, which, was, was basics, was the basics basic of skills, the character, right? Were basic skills. And then it went up a pattern of, of to, to become a doctor or become a bounty hunter or become a right. And you couldn't master them all. Now, obviously if you wanted to re-spec or remaster later, you could back down off of it, but you couldn't stay bounty hunter and then go Jedi, right? You had to either pick Jedi path or pick the bounty hunter path, right? You could always do a little bit of each, but you could never get the max. Right, you could benefit. never get the max. Right. So, and then if you're going to change that, you would have to go regrind all that stuff. The economy needs to have an economy, and if everyone can make everything and everyone can do everything, then it's Minecraft. Do you see what I'm saying? Minecraft, if you want diamonds, you just go dig for diamonds, but if you yeah, you can go make your own diamond tools, and you don't need anybody else to make a diamond, so there is no economy but, in Minecraft, but, right? But the guy, the guy who spent a thousand hours perfecting his sword making or abilities and opens up a store... Right. Everybody, everybody wants to buy from the guy who sells the best guns. Like that's how it works, mm. right? Do you remember? Do you remember how it was done though? In um, in in, in galaxies, uh, if you were skilled enough, right? And this is this is the part I liked, but at the same time, it was a little bit OP. But it was only OP because newer characters, if you paid attention found a way to speed up the leveling process without hacking the game. Right. So instead of having, uh, as I'm leveling from like, let's say one to 20, instead of having to change weapons every five levels, because I had to pick, I had to pick a weapon that was at my level in order to use that weapon at that level, which in reality makes no sense, but in, in a MMO, it does. Right. In galaxies, if the guy was a really high level gun maker, and he made like a level 50 gun. As long as the level 20 guy can afford it, he can buy the level 50 gun. Right. And the level 50 gun does the level 50 damage. And so he can try to attack other things that are higher than him and do damage. The difference was is his health and abilities were still level 10. And so you could do a lot of damage. So quintessentially, you would be a glass cannon. You could handle something, but if something attacked you, you were going down. Right. Right. And that was the give and take. Like, I like that kind of mentality. It was a good spin on careers and professions in a game. But once again, they want the biggest pool possible. Yeah. And in order to get the biggest pool possible, you can't make a game that good. It has to be dumbed down. It has to be just casualified. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. I'm a damage dealer. I'm a healer. I'm a, like, how many times have you heard this over the years? Like, I get it. You're one of those three things. But right. do I really have to be labeled like that? Do I really have to be told that's my role? So every time I log on and pick the cool character that I spent six months designing that I'm just a damage dealer and that's all I am. You know, I would like to see MMOs evolve in a way where characters have specific roles in combat 
that benefit certain class groups of people. Well, they they right? are like you do better, like you do better with certain groups than you do with others. Doesn't mean like this is the most efficient and this isn't. You just jive better when you have these guys with you. Let, let me. Did you have you seen one of the battles yet that that have happened? The fifty versus fifty versus fifty. I've seen one. No. Okay. Let me let me see if I can find this real fast. This this was so chaotic, but I was like, man, this looks this looks interesting. I was like, I I wanna. Let me see if I can find it real fast. This is the war. That's the leveling. That's. Ah, the battle. Where the hell is the battle? See, and, and to me, an MMO, a good MMO, like a really good MMO, is not just about the gear and the looting. It's about the layers of the complexities of the possibilities in the game. Like, remember, like, remember when we had people in the guild who joined another guild as a spy? And he was part of their guild, and he would send us messages to let us know what planets they were going to attack so we could feed the information to other guys so we yeah. could defend against. Like, there was sabotaging and subterfuge and all kinds of stuff was going on. It wasn't just about the hack and smack and collect the gear, right? It was an all-encompassing MMO. Like, that's what made it good. Here, I'm going to show a clip now, okay? This, this, this is... It gets... Pretty, pretty crazy and, and loud, but listen to what's happening here. Well, Welcome back to another New World video. Today, we're showing you guys the battle for Everfall. There was a glitch in the uh, on the server that fast-forwarded the time, so it basically automatically resolved the wars. So we lost our territory when we were supposed to These fight guys... at 9 p.m. All right, um, me, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me preempt what's happening here. So the battles right now are one-sided, right? If you're attacking and not defending. The defenders of the castle or the fort have cannons on top of their, their fort towers, okay, that literally bombard them with area of effect, right? And it's constantly bombarding. You can't get away from it. The area of effect, there's no uh, there's no uh, hits against... Shield? Like, the, well, you'll watch, right? And the, the circle that you have to take over the flags, there's three points, A, B, and C, okay? And once you take over the point, they can't get it back, okay? So... It's constant pushing, constant pushing, constant pushing. You're talking about classes. And the way these guys did it, they almost got it. They almost got it, but they they, they pushed back. We're not going to watch the whole video because it takes the, too the long. The war actually started at 11 a.m., so we missed. Okay, so. You need to start putting down your beacons on us. Just listen to the we guy. Need to go hard onto the flag. Move up now. Move up now. We're going to go past the flag. Past the flag. Three, two, and one. Past the flag right now. Past the flag right now. I need 30 walls down on There's huge clubs. There's huge clubs. Find the fireballs. Find the fireballs. I know it sounds like a bunch of mess, like jumbled mess. Besides the guy repeating himself, he's like, push past the path, push past the path. He repeats himself a hundred times. It gets super chaotic when they push, and they get two, almost th all three. Um, this looks like a lot of fun, but there's a lot of issues with this. Yeah, it, it does sound like that. Let me let me let me lower the volume and just show you what what later on what what happens. That the amount of the amount of shit that's on the screen. There's just 50 people going in, right? So when you're a class, 
there's tanks and tanks need to push past the line to push back the enemies so the rest of the healers and stuff can stay inside the the circles so they can take over the point because they have to stay there for a certain period of time okay there's shields and there's there's other things that you can put down on the ground to to keep people alive and they they keep pushing but there's it's right now it's driven very defense hold where they die they spawn right back on the on the point where they are where the if you're def if you're attacking you spawn way back when and then jump and you have to run all the way back okay that's so it's that's it's that's cheese. right it's very it very but the way these guys were fighting i was like holy christ 50 on 50 it's just complete chaos and it's it's very well I, i've heard a couple people you gotta remember a lot of these guys are young that are that are leaders because they want to step up and they're repeating themselves a lot, but that guy, I don't know who, who was the guy that was actually doing the, the calling. But besides him repeating, he was actually really good. It was the closest I've seen an actual win from the from the attacker point of view. I've watched about 10 different wars now. And, like, it's interesting. This game has a lot of potential, right? It has a lot of potential. But, again, because of the casual fight and everyone can master everything, and for me... I think this game as just a very super casual playing, not a casual player, but a casual, like I want to log in. I want to level up my, my skills on certain things. If I want to join a, if I want to join a battle, I can join a battle later on. Like this game seems really good for that. 40 bucks, couple, a couple of minor issues that I had uh, with it. The fighting feels really good. The fighting feels really good. Um, anyone else that played it, um, I don't know if anyone else has played it. Oh, I have to give a, a, a code out to somebody. I, I forgot to give that code out. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of um, a lot of coordination going on here while while they push. And, and I'll fast forward to to the end over here because they they've captured two. They've captured A and C, and they're pushing on this uh, on this B point. And they almost get it. Let me see if I can find the actual point. They're they're halfway here. Here's the. Backlines are pushing into B. Onto the B flag. Spread out onto the B flag. Get onto the B flag. They've pushed forward now. They almost have it. But because if you hear them, they say we need the tanks back. Back up. They almost have it. Do not get hanged on one or two guys. We're at the Right, right here. The move seems very complex. It's not just to hit spam button. Right, tanks need to move back. Tanks need to move back. They don't move back. Look, look how fast the red takes over the point again. They didn't peel. If they peeled off, if they peeled off like he was asking and went back to that point, they would have had it. They would have won. But they didn't. They didn't pay attention, and the tanks stayed up front. Right, and then the red just started picking them off, and then the whole thing collapsed, and that was it. They couldn't. They couldn't take the point. And they, they, they lost the battle, right? But these are half-hour battles, 30-minute battles, and you just have to constantly push, constantly push, constantly push. And it's interesting. Like Shifty said, it, it reminds him of Albion Online. This, to me, is taking what Albion Online does, because Albion Online does really good. If you, A lot of people don't know about Albion Online. It's a really good MMO, open-world sandbox MMO, okay? Top-down, three-quarter uh, type of view. And it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful game. Uh, you can play it on mobile and you can play it. It's on, it's on mobile now and you can play it on PC as well. Right. This is like the third person view, you know, like you could, you know, get up nice and close. Uh, look, I gave shit to Amazon for before this game came out. I was like, eh, it doesn't look at it. And it was bad last, last beta. 
okay, last year, last August. They've done a lot of good changes to this, but I do agree with Asmogold. Like, I don't think it's ready next month. I think it's ready like six months from now, right? And, Maybe. But it doesn't matter because we know that games are going to come out and they'll fix it while it's out and they'll, they'll push it across the way and then people will be like, this is a stupid patch. This is a great patch. Love it. They hate it. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I do think that because of what's happening, before what's happening with Blizzard, with the lawsuits and stuff, just the exodus that's happening with World of Warcraft and going to Final Fantasy, and Final Fantasy can't keep up with all the people coming into their game, I do believe that New World can capitalize on a lot of stuff here because there's people looking for an MMO. MMOs are coming back around, okay? Like, Battle Royale came, and it was like the new, the new thing, right? And the last four years has been Battle Royale, Battle Royale, Battle Royale. And now you see this turn happening in the industry where a lot of people are going back into MMOs. MMOs are not going to be like this Battle Royale. I'm not saying they're going to compete with Battle Royale, but what I'm saying is it's like the niche, right? It's like in the fashion industry, like all of a sudden Converse were like cool and then they weren't cool. And then, you know what I mean? Like MMOs feel like they're coming back. It feels like they're making a turn to having MMOs where they're more prominent in the industry again. And I believe New World is setting itself up, launching perfect at the perfect time where they're capitalizing on World of Warcraft people leaving there, and then people can't get into Final Fantasy, and by the time they fix that, they're like, hey, you know what, I'm just going to go play New World. 40 bucks. I go in there and see what it's all about. And right now, I think they're, they're making a good, a good push to get people interested in it. Um, I, I, I found it very interesting. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. So... But I do agree with Asmogold. I, I don't believe it's ready. But again, that's that's what it is. Who knows what they're going to charge for microtransactions as, as far as like fast travel or boosters. or If they do that stuff, that will ruin the game really fast. And I believe this game lives or dies with the PvP. And if the PvP is not fixed, if this is not fixed, then no one's going to do this. If they fix this and balance this out and have other things, this this is a nice little niche that people can come in. Um, that don't want to play like an Albion online because it's that's a niche on top of a niche, right? So, but yeah, so I think this is a uh, pretty cool. If you, it's still going on, the beta is still going on for uh, till till the second, I believe. So you got what three, four days? So I, it I, looks like it looks like it has good bones, but once again. An MMO is a large time sink for a lot of people, especially if you're heavy into the game. And by that token, you can only have really one MMO MMO yeah. going on in your life. Yeah. You're playing you're playing other games. Don't yeah, get me you, wrong. Right, you're you playing other games. MMO. Yeah. But you have one MMO that you're playing. Because especially if you're trying to play multiple characters, there's no way with a full time job and or children that you are playing multiple MMOs. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I said, it's it interests me. Uh next story I have is that um, Masters of the Universe came out on Netflix, and we're not talking about the actual show, right? But this article comes out and it says, we're overdue for a great Master of the Universe game. And I want to ask you, Sarge, and chat, what do you think, okay, what do you think, if Marvel's, or uh, Masters of the Universe came out, the He-Man game came out, what type of game would you like to see it be made into? Like, would you like to see a battle royale? Would you like to see an action what, RPG? What, what would you I like to see, see or what I know they're going to make? No, what would you like to see? What would you like to see with that with that IP? What type of game would you like to see with the He-Man IP? Uh, God of War replace He-Man. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. God of War, but instead <laughs> of Kratos, it's 
He-Man. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, I would like like a Mass Effect game. I would like a Mass Effect where you're He-Man. A, a Mass Effect game with He-Man. Yeah, that, yeah, that'd yeah, be good. Yeah, a Mass Effect game but He-Man, where you're you're like He-Man and you have Tila and you and you 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 bring all these guys on your team and you go around trying to save the save the universe from Skeletor and stuff. I don't know. I think a Mass Effect He-Man would would be pretty badass. And then and then only under the right conditions can you raise the sword and say I have the power. You can't just be walking around. I have the power all the time. No, it's your ultimate. It would be your ultimate, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're walking around well, as Adam. But you, but you couldn't use it. You couldn't use it in times of just because you wanted to be a badass. You had to use it because you need it. Right. Right. It would have right. to be a certain. Right. You would learn. You would learn. You would learn the lesson. Just like you did it originally. Yeah, you pop it, and then you only have it for like two minutes, and that's it. And then you have to wait like another five minutes before it pops again, right? That'd be awesome. I, like, I had the power. Like, that'd be that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. There's not enough. There's not enough. There's there's not a big enough market for it. But if let's say there was, if there was a market for He-Man again, just to say, not because of the show, just because going on. I would say Mass Effect or like a God of War type game. Yeah. Right, so what kind of game do you think they'll giant, make? Giant, giant. That that if if they if they if they're allowed to make money off of He Man, yeah. At all, it's going to be a fighting game on your phone, like a PvP. like like a like a Capcom type of thing, like a Marvel versus yeah, Capcom like or Justice League, Marvel versus Capcom, Mortal Kombat yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. Mm. To capitalize and get the money as fast quick, as possible, quick with as possible. Yeah. Quick as possible, fighting game. Yeah, I could see that. The Mass Effect Street game, Fighter, though. except Street Fighter, except He-Man. Chat, what type of game do you guys think? Fallen Order, okay, that's a good one. I like that. Red Dead Redemption Three or Grand Theft Auto Seven, next big MMO. Which one? Could which be. one's Fallen Order? It sounds familiar. Jedi, Jedi Fallen Fall Order. Order. Jedi Fallen oh, Order. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Nothing because the series never interests me. Well, it's 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 before your time, Duplass. Way before your time. You're like twenty years too late. <laughs> Hey, right? It's way before your time. Uh, and by the way, by the way, that that was the worst bait, bait and switch I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, it was the first episode. I'll admit, the first episode for the first twenty-two minutes, I was like, "This is awesome! This is awesome!" Right? Spoiler alert! I'm gonna say something right now about Masters of the Universe. Okay, so if you don't want to hear it, close your ears for two seconds. Okay, he dies. Okay, he dies, and then Tila has the balls while the parents are, are mourning, right? And the king's like, get the hell out of here, right? Because he, he didn't know his, his son was, was, was He-Man. She's like, what about me? No, screw you guys. You guys didn't tell me he was Adam. And then she walks. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, the king and queen's son just died, and you're like, what about me? Get out of here, Tila. Like, I like Tila. I liked her in the old show. But they just made her an entitled bitch in this in this thing. Right? And I was just like, what are they doing? Like the first twenty-two minutes of the first episode was fantastic. I was like, this is badass. And then it then it was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. That's all I have to say about that. So <clears throat> Candy Crush, Sugar Jewels of Eternity. <laughs> that's that's actually what they're gonna make. That's what they're gonna make. They're gonna make the little gem mover of He-Man, yeah. right? It's the faces Craig, or something. Absolutely. Craig gets the Craig gets the that's point. That's like one that's one point for Craig. Yeah. Craig gets the point. All right. Real quick, uh EA. EA wants to make EA Sports is an expansion mode. Okay. They want right now they have 230 million sports 
game fans, right? Sports gamers, 230 million people worldwide. In the next five years, they want to double that, more than double. They want to get 500 million people playing their sports games, okay? The expansion will involve new business models, new geographics, and sustained offerings of sports gaming content to players around the clock, okay? Around the clock, Sarge. Part of the plan is to link players to each other. We're creating a very uh, very much social aspect of a social network within our games. Are they making an MMO? Are they making an MMO for sports games? Okay. EA is known for success with American football, Madden football, and soccer, FIFA, and pro hockey NHL. Earlier this year, EA announced plans to get back into golf, college football, and baseball. It's also recently extended the, uh, the F, uh, UFC deal and bought a studio that makes Formula One games. The, uh, the competition isn't uh, resting. Rival Take-Two is revamping its golf offering and plans to resume making NFL games after many years off. Ooh, guys, did you hear that? We could maybe get ESPN Take-Two football again. The best football that was out there on the Sega Dreamcast. Um, so what do you think, Sarge? Do you think that this is, um, this is possible? possible? This is possible? Well, if... if if EA is allowed to sell in China, then yes. But if EA doesn't sell in China, that's quite a big number. They might be basing it off of birth rates and people coming of age in the gaming market, which is why that number is probably doable. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like how many like how many grade school kids are there right now? In 10 years, they're going to be in prime gaming age. Can we capture those people in sports is basically what they're saying. Right. Right. Well, but to double it, but to double it, listen, 500, listen, 500 million people is more people than the entire country of the United States. Right. Well, so basically you're saying you're saying they want worldwide now worldwide. They worldwide. want yeah. as many people playing an EA sports game as live in, more than live in America. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't think they could do it in, in five years. But then again, I, I would have to see what their plan is. Um, I don't know. Their, their games are, like like Classic's saying, they, they, all they do is a $60 roster update, right? Like, they ain't doing it for a $60 roster update. If, if they go free the, to... The, the, sickness, the sickness that the, the, the permeates my head, which is why I can never look at it, is the fact that you spend the money to get the team that you want and then at the end of the year, you have the team. You don't have the team anymore. And then you have to spend the money to get the team again. Right. 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 That that doesn't compute in my head yeah, at all. Resetting all over again. At all. Yeah. And it takes it takes three years or something like that. Five years to to get someone if if you can get them. Right. If you grind it twenty four seven or some shit, it's like right. It's, it's if like, you grind it, right? if you grind it twenty four seven, it's it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they can make it. Um. Another quick story. Uh, Superman. Uh, we, we, ha we had a Superman game. Uh, I'm going to bring this up on the, on the screen real fast. This was a developer that, that had gameplay footage of a prototype of, uh, of Superman. Oh, God, we can't play that song. Okay. This was off the PS3. Okay. This was the PS3 Superman game that... Um, gameplay prototype. Okay. This was the PlayStation 3. Now, this was back in 2008. This is a cutscene, really, but uh, look at the graphics of this one. This is a this is a Superman game that was in development and then didn't get made. 
Now the graphics and stuff look pretty damn goddamn cool. Um, but we've always we've always talked about this on this podcast, right? If you have a Superman game, you ha- you have to have it where like who 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 are you fighting, right? Like who are you? But that's a little bit of gameplay here. It goes into a cutscene, but looks pretty good, right? It's got it's got some stuff going on for it. I like this. Mm. I would I would Ooh. I would I would like I would love to play this. This reminds me of like, of Spider Man, right? Like this is like a quick time event. Press A, hit X. Hit B, move over here, falling out of the thing. You know what I mean? Like, this looks really good. I would have loved to have this, but it has to be done. Look, I, I really want, I would really love a superhero game, I would, a Superman game. Until then, we have to use mods and stuff off of, uh, <laughs> off of, uh, Grant Theft That's Auto. really, th- whoever did this, this, this is a real game. A nice, this is a nice job. This is a nice job. This is a real game that was supposed to be made. Yeah. So, <clears throat> hey, look, we got recommended right now. Go click on that. Um, yeah, so that, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, just yet another superhero game that's not, uh, you know, not going to be made and, and, and pushed off to uh, the abyss, and yet we get these shit games out here that are broke and unfinished and unreal, unreal you know, like unoriginal uh, and whatnot. One of the one of the last stories I want to do you know listen if you if you took all the seriousness out of it and st- unstuck to like comic book do you know how fun a Superman game would be like yeah. just just pure just pure, pure fun. fun yeah not like not like a Dark Souls I can't beat this boss right. guy no. thing yeah just a fun Superman game like what people talk about a movie they're like oh, it's a popcorn flick right that's what Superman would be as a game it'd just be a popcorn flick game right you're just like just fun just playing out smash shit. I don't think you're playing that game for like thousands of hours, but if you made like a Batman or like a Spider-Man type game with Superman, I, I think that I would sell. I would sell. I think I think the way I think the way to go about the Superman game is you set the plot point where Superman was infected and he's got some kind of kryptonite thing that's in him that he can't get out of, and you spend the game finding the pieces of the puzzle to get the stuff out of you. So the longer you play the game, the stronger you become. And then at the very end, you're at the you're at the full power of Superman. And then that's when you fight the most ridiculous boss ever I, I had, and have to fight him. I think that would be the way to do a Superman. I, I like the way that you said that because I went with young Superman and you earn your gear and get better, stronger as you get older, right? So every level up would be like your age. You start off at like 10 and then you, you level up to like, 25 no, or whatever, we could you know we mean? could make it we can make it like only only like brainiac or like lex luther could probably do it but like they they poisoned clark kent without him knowing and it's just a, such a slow process that he doesn't know he's got kryptonite in him but he's just not as strong as he was and you spend the game trying to figure out why right so you could do certain things during the game you're just not as strong and the more you start solving the puzzle the stronger you get right yeah I, I, that's the way to do a superman game because if he's super strong at the beginning prologue even better brainiac or like you said lex Luthor does something to him where it de-ages him where he makes him back into like a child and then he has to level up again like and and find and find the, the cure to get him older and older until he gets back to full strength again right i think that'd be interesting because then you lose your powers right and you would lose them but more than you, 20 but, minutes than than you did with as a guardian in destiny when you but lost do you your factor life. in do you factor in the fact that you have to play him like captain america where you have to make some choices, and every time you make the wrong choice, people start hating you a little bit more. Maybe, right? Yeah, you have a you have a factor. You're trying, of... you're trying. 
Right, you're trying to establish goody two shoes status, and and if you keep making incorrect moves in the game, people start to hate you more and more, and right. it affects your, you. Could be like and affect, you, could, you could become bad Superman. That'd be right, like right, yeah. like if you want to go full chaotic, yeah. you could just go super like that super would, evil. That Superman. would be cool. Yeah, if you could be good or bad, like a moral compass yeah. type of thing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Did you ever see Invincible, Sarge, on Netflix? And it, and and if you and if you get too bad, like if you try to go super badass too quickly, then like the DC universe sends in someone that can actually fight you, and it's a boss battle, like Martian Manhunter, mm. or somebody comes in. Like if you try to go completely berserko, like you're trying to, you're gonna start killing the cities and start just lasering everyone. Yeah. Then they send a guy in, and then the only way you can continue to be a badass is have to defeat that boss in order to, <laughs> in order to continue the chaos. Otherwise, yeah. he comes in and kicks your ass. All right. I think that would be amazing. Did you ever see Invincible on Netflix? But oh, no, be, I'm sorry, Amazon. Would, Did you ever see but it would Invincible? Be, no. Oh, you got to watch no. it. You got to watch no. it. When you come up here for for uh, my son's birthday, you'll have to watch Invincible. Fantastic. That's that's what they need to do with Superman. You'll you'll love that. What were you gonna say? What, what were you gonna say? No, no, we're good. Uh, I just. I just think of the of the pure bliss of fun factor of a video game. I think Superman would like I think a Superman game could re revitalize the gaming industry. Like that's how strong I think Superman could be. Like a really good fun. Yeah. Like old school fun Superman game. I think it could bring back gaming. I I I would love a Superman game. I was I was sad when uh uh Rocksteady they they didn't announce it. I'm I'm excited for Gotham Knights, and I'm also excited for Suicide Squads when it comes out. We'll we'll see. Um, the last story I want to talk about is just a, a weird story, right? Dubai is creating artificial rainstorms with drones. Okay. Now, in the Middle East already, the edge of humanity habitat due to extreme heat could become uh, unbelievably, uh, you know, mid-century due to the rising temperatures of falling water tables. An effort to ins uh, to ins to insulate the region from worsening conditions, the United Arabians uh, emissary had turned into a, a solution of electric charge shooting drones that could help juice rainfall. Okay, so they've they've created these drones that fly up in the sky, and they shoot this 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 discharge of electric uh, electricity uh, into the air that creates rain. Okay, now this sounds like some some Lex Luthor shit, right? Because in the hands of people that need something good, it's fantastic. You're 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 helping people bring but rain. If I wanted, but if I wanted to bring a country to its knees by destroying their food system, right? Do, do you know what I mean? Like I know we bring up these things, but I thought but it was interesting is... because we always hear in Orlando, we always joke, all right, that Disney World has the technology to make it rain or make it not rain. Right? If it's torrential downpour wherever you are, you're like, ah, let's go to Disney World. They'd be like, ah, oh, it could be raining. You're like, nah. They have a bubble there. It's like this. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a. A meme, right? Like you get there and you're like, oh, it's not. It's not a. Like the the rain goes around Disney. Okay. Now they do shoot off fireworks throughout the day, right? Not the big fireworks show, but they shoot off things up in the air for like little little parades and little things. Okay. And sometimes it's like super hot, and then all of a sudden, you know, the rain just happens to come in, and they sell their ponchos. And right when you give the five dollars or ten dollars over for that poncho, and you you un get it underneath the bag and put it over you. By the time you figure it out, you put your arm through the sleeve and you can't get it on. The rain stops, but you've already paid for the $10 for the umbrella or for the poncho. Uh, and that's how it happens, right? And we everyone always thinks that they have this technology, 
for years it's always been a joke and now we actually have an actual they, they, they're, thing they're, they're admitting it right now so if you if you're admitting you're using drones to do this then we've definitely had this technology right. in the past right so they have drones now that can literally make it rain so you know disney's like well we need to bring revenue up Right, so they just, they're gonna get some drones, and all of a sudden they're gonna be way up in the sky. You're not gonna see them, and then all of a sudden just rains in the head. You're gonna you're gonna buy the ten dollar ponchos, poncho, and umbrella sales go up through the through the roof. Listen, between between the GI Joe Cobra factor of cheddar, <laughs> okay, and the fact of the deep fake guys, I, I don't I I'm very distraught about what could be possibly made me to be, made to made for me to believe. Between the deep fakes and the weather control, shit can go down, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They crazy stuff. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting. I mean, with the technology that's happening right now, someone created a drone they could put in the sky, give some electrical charge that can create rain coming out of the... Because uh, it, it, it... Like, what? <laughs> what? But that's, that's like super sci-fi, man. It's not even... Right, the, the minute you hear that, you call it bullshit. But we've been talking about stuff like this for years, and That's so like the, when you when you finally admit it, let's when when any government agency finally admits to anything, you already know it's been going on for a while, right? Like like for instance, the UFO thing. All of a sudden, the government says, "Yeah, we're got yeah, UFOs. We're scared shitless. <laughs> like there's UFOs. We just don't know what to do about it." Here, so like, I'm sorry. What? So I'm sorry. What? So so Viking is yelling at us here. Right, he's yelling at us. H A A A R P. So I looked it up. It's the high frequency active. Uh, your, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. A U. Here, I'll, I'll put that what it actually is, and you guys can see it. This is this is what it what it what it it, it states in the inside. Um, where the hell is it? It it stands for, and I and I can't. Let me, let me put, bring it in there for you. There you go. High frequency active. Urola, Urola Research Program, okay. I, I I can't pronounce that, but that's that's what it is. Uh, it's been around. Uh, it stretches roughly fifty to four hundred miles above Earth's surface, right at the edge of space, along with the supernatural upper atmosphere. Uh, forms a boundary between Earth's lower atmosphere, where we live and breathe, uh, and a vacuum of space. Okay, so they have shit like this where they can control weather. It's uh, it's you know. So, go back to ignoring right. Viking. Yeah, yeah. Well, Viking always thinks I'm ignoring him. He always thinks I ignore him. <clears throat> like the Northern Lights. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 crazy. And then the technology that we have and stuff, right? Like, it's 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 insane. It's insane. And honestly, I don't care if this is in 2015. I I believe Disney has the technology where they make it rain. I do because all of a sudden it'll be bright and beautiful, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, ah. Uh, and as as locals. We never care. We get rained on. We're like, eh, because you'll dry off in two seconds. But the tourists, man, they they buy that shit up like no nobody's business. And then right after they get the package open, it stops raining. They're like, oh. And then they then they spend another twenty minutes trying to get it back in the little bag it came in. And they can't do that either. So then they just leave it there. They're like, ah, it's not gonna rain anymore. They just fucking throw it away or they put it in there, <laughs> leave it on the bench. It's it's it's, it's funny. It's 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 funny. So, uh, yeah. So that's it. That's the last. Uh, that's the last story of uh, this week. Uh, we appreciate you. That's uh, episode two seventy three is in the can. We appreciate you coming out each and every single week. Tonight, we're not playing Elder Scrolls Online. We're playing a game, a little game from twelve people that created this game. It's called The Ascent. 
Okay, it's a cyberpunk smash TV-esque stick shooter. Stop calling it cyberpunk. Say Blade Runner, bro. Oh, Stop well, saying cyberpunk. cyberpunk. It's cyberpunk-esque. It's, it's, that's what it is. It's cyberpunk it's Blade Runner, theme. Blade. Well, that Blade, Blade Runner is cyberpunk. Yeah, but Blade Runner is better to say than fucking All right. cyberpunk. All right, so it's a Blade Runner-esque game. So we're, we're going to be uh, playing that tonight. Right after this, you'll get re re uh, pushed over there right after this is done we do appreciate you coming out make sure you hit that like button uh if you if you've if enjoyed anything of this uh share it with somebody you know so we get more viewers in the future if you like what you see here um so i appreciate everyone coming out uh yeah see you see you tomorrow gator see you tomorrow um don't go anywhere like i said we're gonna be doing make sure you follow sarge uh, sarge mccluskey on twitter make sure you follow me over on three and still gaming on twitter uh Make sure you come back, hit that follow button or subscribe button right here uh, on YouTube so you know when we go live. Uh, we, we stream four days a week over here, Monday through uh, Thursday from 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm sorry, from 8 p.m. to midnight here on YouTube. And then from 10 o'clock in the morning to 2 p.m. on Twitch, Monday through Thursday. Uh, again, I do appreciate you very much. If you're here for one second, one minute, or one hour of time, uh, we do appreciate you. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Take care, guys. Two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.